Welcome to the Weekend Live Show. 508 is where I'm from. We run down the biggest stories of the week with you every Saturday night. Let us know in the comments right now where you repping. Patchy Junction, Taunton, Worcester, Long Island, Mantrod, Wintrod, Florida, Webster, Malden, Framingham, Tucson, Eureka, Salem, Gloucester, Moosup, Connecticut, Charleston, South Carolina, Oslindale, Moosup, Connecticut, London, Arizona, Lynn, Mapleville, Quincy, Hey, what's up? What the hell was that? Oh, it's fucking Giannetti. You a freaking idiot. Stop telling people that I'm mentally deranged and stupid. It's homosexuals that love them. Nobody wants to see your dick pics, dude. Oh. Can't show it. It's a Giannetti dick pic. NFL on the house. that. Let's get this party started. Hello, what's up, Turtle Riders? How's everyone doing out there tonight? Good, good, excellent. Welcome to the live show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host. They call me Uncle Turtle Boy around these parts, but you can call me Aiden or Clarence or I prefer Dr. Turtle Boy. That's how you can find me on Twitter at D-O-C-T-O-R Turtle Boy because if Jill Biden's a doctor, then I'm definitely a doctor. You can follow me on RS on Instagram. That's growing pretty fast at turtleboy underscore daily underscore news on Facebook. My personal account you can follow. It's got like 35,000 followers. It's Clarence Woods Emerson. A lot of good interaction on that page, but also like the new Turtle Boy page. I uh, just created a few months ago. It's almost up to 25,000 turtle riders already. Who knows? Maybe this will be the one that gets to 100,000 before it gets taken down. Probably not, but uh, we'll see. You never know. We did have a page with over 100,000 followers a few years ago. But, uh, you know, we really don't need it anymore, to be perfectly honest with you, because people are going to come. People are going to find us no matter what. We have an app coming out this week, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be out real soon, I promise. Uh, also, make sure you smash that subscribe button if it's your first time watching the show, or if it's like your 10th time and you just haven't hit it yet, make sure you smash that subscribe button and hit the notification bell so you get notified every time we go live. So uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, impromptu lives coming soon because finally my kids are out of school. I don't need to work. Like they're all set there in the day. I don't need to watch them at all. So I'm free. I'm not a prisoner in my own house. I also got a new car today. So uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be making them trips to Canton. Guess which, which, guess which one I got. What do you guys, which one do you think I got? I, 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 it was sold. It was, I had to get it. I loved it. I love this car already. I'm like, I drove it off the lot. I'm like, I, I wanted it right then and there. I'm like, we, we're doing this right now. I'm not, I'm not driving this hunk. Of, I'm really frugal. That's what people don't realize. I, I got, I got the RX 350. It's freaking dope, man. I loved it. 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 I just, I, I don't know. It's just, how, I like the Acura, but it's just how you treat it when you go to Lexus. Not that it was treated poorly accurate then, but like you go there and it's just like, dude, you know, you need a freaking, Oil, like oil change or like you know you need some your tires rotate or anything you just go down there they just give you another car it gets it's like awesome like they treat you like a king in there uh this guy chuck he says wife's a turtle rider he sold to me real well i'm like i, I need that car today i'm like we're, we're, i'm doing this we're, we're doing it but anyway uh 
that's how I never because I I'm like people what you don't know about me I'm really frugal and I'm like a cheapskate I don't spend money very much like this is I'm 41 years old this is my third car third car I've ever owned and like the last car I got was a Honda CRV I got it used in 2013 I got that car and it had like 25,000 miles on at the time and you don't even understand what I've done to this car first of all it says fuck you on the hood somebody keyed fuck you onto the hood of my car and I just never got rid of it. Uh, and I, the, the key falls off. Like the actual key part just falls off. I have to tape it up. It's so ghetto. I handed it over to him. The car is filled with stickers. I'm like, you know what? I traded in. I got a thousand dollars. And I'm like, you know, you can keep the, st the stickers are free. You got to keep the stickers. And that's what they say about Lexus, that they would just last forever. Like when people get it, it lasts like forever. So I will have this car for at least 10 years and like my daughter will be driving by then she can have it then i'll get another one 10 years whatever uh but it's a good investment you know it's like better than one of these cars that breaks down because i'm like with the crv i'm getting it fixed constantly i'm like it's like a car payment to constantly get this car fixed and i'm like and like people are telling me like i have a brother-in-law who's like you know big into fixing cars and he's like you can drive that thing for another you can get that to 250,000, no problem because it's at 170 right now and it's like, I, I could, but do I need to live like I'm poor? Like, why am I living poor? Like, what? Like, eventually at some point in your life, you have to like live. You know what I mean? You have to live and you got to treat yourself. And that's what I did today. So anyway, a good investment. No, it, it's a good investment as in, well, first of all, you have to drive. All cars are bad investments, but it's just a matter of what car is the least bad investment. That's the way I look at it. Anyway, uh, and I didn't get the third row because a lot of people like the third row. It's just like I only have two kids. Uh, if they have friends, they can walk. They're not. They're not coming in my car. And like the in a, the Lexus, it's like the three fifty L. That is a third row, and it's like a third row for ants. Like you would not want to. You would not want to do that. But anyway, it's, it's, it's no, I, I, it's a 20, it's a 23. I'm like, I've never gotten a new car before in my life. I've only gotten used cars. I'm like, fuck it. Go big or go home. But okay. All right. So anyway, guys, uh, let's, uh, let's see. What else am I forgetting here? Yeah. So I'm going to be doing a lot of impromptu lives. I need to get to Canton soon. I haven't been to Canton in almost like it's been like a month. I got some people to visit there. They're getting way too comfortable living their life. Uh, I had some sources who were at the Canton High School open house inside the building. And they are they reported something disturbing to me. Like that uh the 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 O'Keefe niece there, uh she had some she somebody brought her there and it wasn't a relative. Take a wild guess who brought her to orientation night. It will make you fucking puke. It's the lowest thing I've heard about this fucking assholes so far. Like it made me sick to my fucking stomach when I found out who brought this O'Keefe girl to school, to the open house. Imagine that. Imagine that. And, and by the way, Jen, if you're watching, I know you're watching. I'm glad you're back from Aruba. Hopefully that was horrible, but I know about that. And just understand that like everybody hates you when you go out to the school, like teachers, administrators, they're reaching out to me. How do you think I know about this? 
because they're disgusted by you. You're living life normally, like, oh yeah, everybody in Canton likes me. No, everybody fucking hates you. You got like five friends. They're all retards, like Ashley Brady, Meg Kennedy. These are stupid people, but everybody else is disgusted by you. Even the people that protected you, protected you. I'm not going to hurt you. At, at the Billerica lacrosse game where your daughter's team got smoked, even people that I, that like that one asshole who got in trouble with the, the he stole from his kids league like eight years ago. Like even he reached out and was like, I, I didn't know. I had no idea. Like I wouldn't have intervened if I knew who that was. Like they're disgusted by you. Like everyone, and I'm not stopping. Just understand that. If you continue to attempt to live life as normal and you continue to pull stunts like this, we're going to, we're, we're going to keep going. We're, we're going to escalate. We're going to, we're going to have a lot more. Like we're going to have people that we're going to have protests. The rolling rallies coming soon. It's coming before the July 25th court date. So just know that. Okay. So just know that. Oh, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, he's a complete clown. Like I'm so fucking sick of these people that are like, Oh, if you guys should be nice to Paul O'Keefe. He'll come around. How much fucking longer does the guy need? Like, why are you treating him like a retired? That's what you're doing. You're treating him like he's retarded. That's it. So anyway, we're going to get to the, the Canton stuff a little later on. We're going to get to the, uh, Boston situation, the South Boston thing. We got some videos of that. We found the people that live there and they're interesting. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, and we got a couple other things to go over briefly at the beginning, but in the meantime, um, if you guys like the program and you'd like to help out or donate in any way that you can, uh, you can, you can't do the, um, whatchamacallit, you can't, uh, can't do the super chat like you can on other channels because we're banned from doing that we had the wrong opinion about president dementia's uh vaccine mandate years ago so you can do our own we built our own thing called turtle chat where they don't take 30 or 40 percent you click at the link at the top you can donate whatever amount of money you want and when you do that you get to write a message i will get a notification in my email and i will read that message out loud to the class so uh, or you can cash at me a dollar sign, Uncle Turtle Boy. I will get a notification on my phone when and if that happens. Okay. Um, also, we're on Rumble. And starting next week, here's what I'm going to do. Starting next Saturday night, I see 164 people on Rumble. That's great. It's great. And uh, he's like, we have to get some. I see Spammy say, yes, you deserve it. Have to get some more people on here. Totally agree. I see 165. So here's the deal. Um, Starting next week, I'm, I'm always going to do uh, streams on YouTube, but they all stream on Rumble as well. And Rumble, if you're not familiar, is like a free speech alternative to YouTube. They don't censor. They don't take things down. Like I've lost, like these shows are all numbered. I don't know what number this one is, 590 something. Like we've probably lost like 50 shows, like 10% of the shows. We've just, they're just gone forever and youtube just takes them down and they don't explain why somebody got butt hurt and filed some bogus complaint and nobody works at youtube and so it all it just machine operated and it just gets taken down and i'm not why should we like why should we continue to give them our sole business if they're going to be censorious like that so rumble doesn't do any of that rumble just lets you do it's it's this crazy idea where they're like a platform and you can just upload videos of there 
and they don't care what you say on the videos because that's not their job is to police what you're saying. It's their job to host whatever you want to say. And so that's what we do over there and it doesn't get taken down. So starting next week for like the last 30 minutes of every show, we're going to stream on YouTube and um, on rumble. And then with 30 minutes to go, we're going to nix the stream on YouTube and go over to rumble to try to get more people on rumble. Cause that's where I want to eventually migrate over to. So if you haven't created a rumble account yet, again, that's the rumble stream. Uh, you can just create an account, uh, subscribe to the channel. We got a few thousand subscribers over there. How many are you watching on rumble right now? I see, uh, 161 over there. Okay. Uh, and he says, yay, rumble. I'm watching YouTube on my TV and rumble on my phone. All right. Excellent. So there we go. You can never have enough turtle in your life. Okie dokie. So without further ado, uh, for instance, we got David Barry. Thank you for the $20. He says, uh, he sends it on cash shop. He says for turtle boy is the goat. I appreciate that, sir. I try my best. I try my best, but okay. Um, all right. So let's, uh, jump right into the first thing that I want to talk about here before we get to the really crazy stuff. Okay. Um, the first thing I want to delve into, where did it go? Oh, we just talk about this for a minute. How funny was this? I've never seen photography beef before, but here. <laughs> okay. And this woman messaged us too. I don't know if any of the mods that run the help run the Facebook page heard back from her. If she wants to come on, I should have invited her on, but yeah, we do. We do where you're repping like in the middle from now on. We, we switched it back up. Yeah. I did see the stone and deadbeats back in the news too. We can get them, but all right. Um, so <laughs> this woman's name is, uh, Kaylee Tybalt. There she is. She runs something called cats photos. And then no, no, I apologize. She has her own photo business named, uh, CGT photography in Milford, New Hampshire. And a new Ipswich woman, which is near Townsend or Pepperell, one of those places. I think it's right on the border. By the name of Katrina, she hires her a few years ago. Okay, so she doesn't want to come on. She wants the story deleted. Yeah, that's not how it works. Okay. Um, so uh, a woman named Katrina hires her a few years ago or yeah, a few years ago to take pictures of like her family and on her business. So, and then Katrina goes and she starts her own company called cats photos. And on her business page, she posts pictures that she took off of a, comp of a computer screen of her kids that she previously paid Amazon to take. She paid, actually she paid the, other woman to take okay so she puts the disclaimer on the, uh, that photo like this is the post in honor of these gems that i found cleaning out photos of my laptop i think it's time to add puddle jumping to the portfolio i'm free monday or thursday night between 5 30 and 7 30 p.m if anyone is available or interested here we go if anyone's available or interested 30 minutes, all photos included, 70 to five dollar minimum sessions. And then she writes photo taken by someone else, not by her. So it's like these are pictures of a picture. And you know, I I guess it is a little misleading when you think about it, because I don't know. Like, I don't know how this shit works. I know photographers are very 
uptight about the copyright stuff. And I get it because it's their livelihood and it's what they own the photo, right? But like once somebody else pays for it, don't they own it? I don't know how that works. So they own like they pay for it and then she uploads it. It is a little misleading. I think a little bit misleading because it's posted on her business page. And she's like, I found these cleaning out my laptop. Okay. And you know, I don't know. But anyway, they're her kids post them wherever you want. And she never said they were hers. And I don't understand how a lot of this copyright shit works, but I do know that the proper venue for dealing with this is, is court, like not the, the street, the mean streets like uh, of New Hampshire. And uh, so she posts, Kaylee posts on this other woman's steals other photographers uh, work to advertise, shoot in auto and uses no professional editing software. She doesn't even use professional editing software, but still thinks she's all that <laughs> and slanders people like it's a job. We'll be better off using your iPhone. And so they get a little catty there and they're going back and forth. And she's like, you really didn't have to bring it here. But if you insist, copyright infringement is a very real thing. And you're going to call me entitled when you're using my images without credit or permission. You have such a rude awakening coming. Okay. And so these two have beef and they're, they're messaging back and forth. And she messages the woman's fiance or boyfriend, whoever. And says, starts calling him, and he goes, I'm literally on my way to New Ipswich, and I'll give your dumb bitch wife a new face. What's the holdup? She can run her fucking mouth for days, but won't come play. Okay, so again, this is one way to handle your business, I guess. Um, not how I would do it if I was running a professional photography place. Especially considering like the most of your clients appear to be like families and stuff like this is how you want to represent yourself. Okay. And there's her children. She's like, you know, I just feel like the whole smack a hoe phase of your life. It's, you know, I understand you go through that phase. You're 20. You, you like to go to bars. You like to get in fights. You like to smack a hoe, but I feel like eventually you have to grow out of that phase. And, uh, you know, that phase should end when you have, your own children and you're married and you're taking pictures like that. that. That's just me. So she, she urges her to, this is her, these are her calls and messages to the other woman, Katrina pussy bitch. Where you at? Going to run your mouth for days, but won't come play. I'm five minutes away. Too scared. I'm here. Come out. And she's like, I've been outside for the whole time. You're not here. What's your address? Meet me somewhere to talk. If you have your own car, Okay, if you want to really want to find me, go for it. It ain't that hard. I gave you a very big hint. I just want to talk. I'm by the country mile. Like I'm going to just show up on your property, which she does. But okay, I'll see you at the Dollar General. <laughs> see you at the Dollar General. Jesus Christ. Meet me at Whitco. That's what I used to tell people back in the day. Meet me in Spencer. Classy, just like you. Okay, so then she pulled up. And that turned out to be a really poor decision on her part. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> this is so awesome. This video, because like, let's keep in mind, this woman drove through like four towns to the middle of nowhere to fight someone over sharing pictures that she paid for on Facebook of her own kids. And she showed up there to kick her ass. And it just, 
it's just fucking awesome. That's what it Okay, so the one talking is the one who lives there, the one who posted the pictures, and the one she's talking to is the one who drove there to kick her ass. What about your cunt? Here we go. You posted about her. I allowed you. Your cunt fucking wife. Like so, okay. You drove all the way here to kick this woman's ass. She's right in front of you. What are we waiting for here? Kick her ass, see bass. Like, what are we doing here? Talk, 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 talk. Let's go. It doesn't matter. It matters enough for you to fucking yes, walk your I allowed it. I'm not. They're my kids. Who fucking cares, bitch? They're my pictures. What? Okay. Stop right there. They're my kids. Who fucking cares? Uh, me? Because I'm the mom? Who fucking cares, bitch? They're my pictures. Well, I paid for them. So they're really my pictures now. I mean, that. what other line of work is that the case where it's like I can... I mean, photographers need to chill the fuck out. Like, okay, I get it. You're you're really professional. You're really important. You you take pictures for a living. I'm, I don't I don't mean to demean photographers or anything, but like a lot, I've seen a lot of mommies do this and just go into photography, and they call themselves photographer. Like Rashana, that's all I know. Rashana fucking Buckley, the white trashiest white trash ever, is a fucking mommy photographer. Like that's all you need to know. And so it's like, I mean, they really think they're, they're fucking Ansel Adams, all these people. Like they really think they're got like real art. Like you take fucking pictures of kids jumping over puddles. Okay. Relax. Okay. Relax with the copyrights. Chill out. And then it gets interesting here. Yeah. Boss bitch. Right. Who fucking cares? I'm like at a loss. What even? I'm not even like gonna fight about this anymore. It's obvious it's that the better done. half of you ran down the inside of your mother's leg. <laughs> oh, very slow. Hey. Right, here we go. Ready? Hey, fuck. Okay, there we go. There's the smack. So she smacks him, right? Now at this point, it's on. Like you, you, you came here to smack a woman. You came here to fight a woman, and you smack the dude. We know what you're doing. Like you're doing that because he can't fight back. And what you're about to see now, if you haven't seen this already, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> this is like one of the worst beatdowns I've ever seen. Like and most humiliating beatdowns you're ever gonna see. If you haven't seen this yet, this is fucking awesome. 
All right, here we go. Oh, 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 you did not just do that. You did not just do that. Absolutely fucking go. Are you going to fucking touch my fucking man? No, I can't hand you back. I will fucking rule your fucking dad. He's like, get off, get off. Get me one. Get me fucking one. Do it. I'm waiting. Take my clothes off. I'm going to fucking burn. I'm going to fucking burn. You done? Are you done? Are you done? I'm asking. Are you done? Oh, I don't want my tits out. Are you done? Yeah, well, can... Are you done? Yes or no? I'm asking a question. I want to fucking answer. Are you done? Get the fuck off my property. Get fucked. Get fucked. Are you done? I'll fucking get you. I'll fucking get you. Fucking hair left. Oh, <laughs> that. Got my titties out in front of my brother. Was fucking awesome. Oh my god. How awesome was that? Oh my god, dude. She literally, while she's beating her up, she's like, listen to her what she says one time while she's beating her up. Like, I've never heard somebody narrate their own beating before. Again. Where are my kids? Who I'm like at a loss. What even? Probably at a very slow pace. Dead fucking. Dead fucking. You did not just do that. Absolutely fucking not. Are you going to touch my man knowing that he can't hit you back? Amen. That's exactly. That's why she did it. She narrates her own beating. That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. And it's, you can't even say the other girl's trashy to beat her up because like she didn't go to her house. She, all she did, she, she shared pictures of her kids on Facebook and this other ratchet shows up to kick her ass and she just like, she doesn't throw the first punch. She just defends her boyfriend. And so some have suggested, and, and at any point, this other one could tap out, but she doesn't watch. I will fucking rule. You're fucking done. Yeah. Okay, get me okay. one. Get me fucking He goes, one. okay. Do it. I'm- he goes begging and he's like, okay, get off. And she's like, nope, I'm not done. And those are like often in women on, in chick fights, you, you can't, a lot of the punches don't connect. It's just weird. Every one of those punches you hear, like like a bait, like a, a a ball going into a catcher's glove, like that's what it sounds like. Boom, 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 boom. Woo! Waiting. Take my clothes off. I'm gonna fucking power on. You done? Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? He, I'm she asking. Gives her, I'm asking. Are you done? She gives her a oh, chance. I don't want my tits out. Are you done? Yeah, well, I can. And a lot of people have brought this up, but it's like. The other woman is still resisting, so she just steps on her shoulder to make sure she can't use her fucking arms. And it's not, it would be one thing if the other girl started hitting her while she was unable to use her arms, but that's not what they're doing. They're trying to end the fight. And so it's like the other one wanted it. The, like, serious. She fucked around. This is the definition of fuck around, find out. Like the textbook definition of it. And uh, so she messages her afterwards with this whole thing. Where'd it go? Then she goes, uh, if you want to actually three days after getting, you know, dog walked, if you're, if you want to actually show me you're the tough bitch you are, which we all know you're not. It's like, what? Talk about cut. Do you have, you no shame? You didn't just lose. Got humiliated. 
she emasculated you. Like you should just bow your head in shame and never go out in public again. You and Gemma Cave should just hide forever. But no, he goes, let me know. I won't be kicked in the head repeatedly by your fiance. He didn't kick you once, but would love to have a nice talk with you. Just us. Just saying. You want to meet up? I'd love nothing more. Now, so she's all Billy badass. And I think she messaged our page. Right? Let me pull this up. So she messaged our, uh, let's see, our Facebook page. And she, she all, she's all of a sudden got a very different tone. This Kaylee person. See if I can find her. There it is. Okay. All right. So this is what she writes. She goes, can you please remove the article about the photographers? It's one-sided and drastically impacting my personal life. Okay. It was one-sided. The fight in particular was one-sided. Um, but yeah, like what other side am I supposed to get here? Lawyers are involved. I would really appreciate it. They, they throw that in there to be polite, but she's like, it's drastically impacting my personal life. Uh, well, that's not really my problem. Okay. Like a great way to avoid problems in your personal life is to don't, don't act like a ratchet. I don't know how like, you don't end up on turtle boy by accident. And then our, our admin says, we would like to hear your side of the story. You can come on the weekend live show to discuss it. And she goes, I've been trying my best to disengage from the situation. Can you please remove the article? It's like, huh? No, that's not how it works. Be good to see, good to hear your side. I'm sure there's questions. Then she goes, I understand, but this drama is wreaking havoc on my life. And now you have your page to run. And I know you have your page to run, but please consider it. Like she's being polite. The article sounds like I physically assault clients who don't give me credit. Well, you threaten to, but then you don't actually do it when you get there. You actually get beat up when you get there, which couldn't be further from the truth. She was a former friend acquaintance who was starting to do photography and stole my images. She paid for them, didn't she? As well as another local photographer who didn't show up at her house. Maybe you should do what that photographer did. For an advertisement when I asked for credit. Advertisement? I don't know. She attacked me on social media and it went on for, you gave her a negative review. For, uh, it went on for, for days. And I eventually told her to meet up with me to talk about it. I know you have your own page and livelihood, but please, please consider removing the article. You have no idea how much it would mean to me. And normally I have a heart and stuff like this, but like she didn't even make a case for why it should come down. Like besides like it's affecting me personally. So it's like, so it's all about you. Well, are you sorry? Like nowhere in there did you like, I really regret doing that. I shouldn't have done it. That was really stupid on my part. And I don't want this to like follow me around forever, but it's all just like, it's all her fault and me, 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 me. And it's hurting me. It's like, yeah, that you've, you, I I'm all for ratchet redemption, but uh, you know, you didn't redeem yourself. So did she try to say that she shot the photos? Uh, it could change everything. No, she did shoot the photos. But the other woman paid for them. Like the other woman was a client who paid for the photos and then they're of her kids and she shared them on Facebook. So you pay for photos and you can't share them ever? Like what? 
she never said they were hers. She she specifically said I didn't take them. So I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, let's go on to the next topic um, real quick that I want to get to. Because I'm going to be, I got an update on this one, right? This asshole, this chode. So, all right. <laughs> I have found out a lot more about this guy. He is really bad news. Where'd it go? This dude. So his name is Jared Hussey. He's from Somerset. This dude is like Landon Steel 2.0, like a much smaller version of Landon. And he met this woman named Robin and they dated for a couple of years and they ended up uh, having a little son together, which turned out to be a, a mistake to be with this guy and do that. But uh, I found this, somebody sent these videos to me from TikTok, which I'm not on, so I don't see. But apparently they've been making rounds and listen to how abusive this guy is. Oh, by the way, let me check the donos. I don't want to miss anyone. Got a couple turtle chats here. I just want to read out loud real quick before we get to this. Uh, first one is from DW. Thank you, DW. Sends 50 bucks. And they say, the only reporter who has the brass balls to give us the lockdown on both Canton and Boston. You deserve every donation and then some. Well, thank you, DW. I appreciate that. And I try to do my best in that regard. Um, next up, then we have, uh, Bree and Francis send $20 and says, we support you and we will be there on the 25th hashtag turtle gang gang. Absolutely. Love to see it. We also got a cash app over here from Dave and he sends $25 and, and, uh, for mom army, Boston, mom army, Boston. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay. If anyone else would like to donate, the link is at the top. Uh, you can donate whatever you want. Write a message. I will read it out loud to the class. Uh, if you do that, and you can also cash at me at dollar sign, Uncle Turtle Boy, and I will do the same. Get people on Rumble saying, get her on the show. Get, her, get who on the show? I suppose I put a TV article on my news site that said written by someone else. Not good. I mean, but people do that all the time. Like you guys share turtle boy stories and you're like, you don't, I don't take offense to that. I don't know. I don't know what to say, but I, I get, no, I, and I do get, I do think there was something, like I said, I do think there was something a little bit misleading about her post on her business page. Like where she, she may give the other photographer credit. I think she should have given the other photographer credit and said this person posted these uh took these for us uh, a while ago and uh i want to get into it too but she's also a competitor now so i don't know how that works um all i know is if you have an issue with copyright like courts that way go do so go file something you know this ain't how you do it okay so let's talk about this douchebag and watch uh, what he does. So this is, he's changing their diaper. I think the kid's like two years old now. And just watch this. Fucking find you. Contacts, what's that? I'll make you disappear. Trust me, because the cop can get a restraining order. That restraining order is a piece of paper. I will fucking make you disappear. Find you. Contacts, what's that? I'll make you disappear. Trust me, because the cop can get a restraining order. That restraining order is a piece of paper. I will fucking make you disappear. I'm leaving. 
with Fang. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. You're not going to say horrible things to me and threaten me anymore. I'm done with it. I will make you fucking disappear. It's a fucking piece of paper. I don't know. I've I've been mad at women before. I've uh, been upset with women. It's just not the way I was raised. Like you don't talk to a woman like that ever. I don't know. It's just no matter how mad you get, you just you don't tell a woman you're gonna make it disappear. Like who who says that? Who 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 has that regularly in their vocabulary? As it turns out, this is just the tip of the iceberg with this guy. He's done it many times. So here's another video from uh, another woman found this and and she got some more audio of him. There must be more to the story. Oh my. So, but you're right. There is more to the story. Let me show you. All it's going to take. One punch will end you. Keep threatening me, Jared. No, I'm saying you're going to push me to that point. You're like, can I give something? One punch is going to end you. I can't think of any reason why this is okay to say to a woman, especially the mother of your newborn child. I came across Robin's story when I saw this video. I'll fucking find you. Pops, not a good look. Make you fucking disappear. She is out of the home. Um, she's only been out of the home for a few months and she has an active restraining order against Jared. As you can see though, he doesn't care about the restraining order. According to Robin, they met in 2019. She was coming out of an already abusive relationship. Typically women who are just coming out of abusive relationships are very vulnerable to another abuser finding them and moving in. Doesn't matter. Watch it this. Still is on you there. Me in my own fucking house. Leave me alone. Get the fuck out of my house. No, that's normal. No. Yikes. Pack the shit the fuck out. Ooh. According to Robin, the yeah, like if if a guy is like, how many people live like that? I've never, I've been really mad before. I've never come close to being like that. Whenever I got really mad, it's just, I would just, whatever, like just walk away, man. Like, it's just so easy. Just be like, mm, when they really get in your nerves like that, just walk away. Like what, you're going to yell at you. You get the fuck out. If ladies, if a guy ever talks to you like that, you just, you, you need to leave and never come back. You don't need that. Like that's, there's no way to live. That's no way to live. And I, I don't want to sound corny or anything like that, like an after school special, but like you, there's no reason a man should ever talk to, or a woman should ever talk to their spouse like that. Like it does go both ways. Like women can be just as mentally abusive, like just as bad. There were, but the difference is a man is physically capable of actually inflicting real pain on you, physical pain. And you heard him there. He's like, I'll make you fucking disappear. That's not normal. I'll knock you the fuck out. What was he saying? Yeah. I mean, to do that around a baby too. I mean, a baby. The relationship was riddled with manipulation. Um, here's some of the documents from the hospital. And according to Robin, he actually pleaded guilty for this one. Here's an injury from a time he allegedly slammed the car meeting with essentially. Oh, this is the best. And allegedly he was a time. He so I obviously don't care about the whatever. I mean, infidelity. That obviously doesn't bother me at all. Um, but what's it's funny though in his case. So he gets caught. <laughs> so he's got side pieces and he uh gets caught with one of them, and then he tries telling her that the his girl's cool with it. 
he tells the 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 guma that his girl is cool with it because they're into threesomes and shit or whatever, you know, menage a trois. But in case the woman tries reaching out to the other woman, she tells her that she, she he tells her that she's like a secret agent for the government. Let's watch this. This is wild. He allegedly slammed the car door on her. So this is kind of a new one, but allegedly he was attempting to rope Robin into a uh, swinger type situation. And he convinced one of the girls he was talking to cheating with essentially that um, Robin was some secret government agent. And because of that, um, the girl had to be careful when she approached Robin. As a result of her confronting him about this, this is so fucked up. He turned the electric off in the home on yeah. her and her children. That's so messed up. Yeah. And then what does he do? He comes back the next day. I'm so sorry. I turned the electric off while I was upset. Blah, blah, blah. Here comes some more videos of the life he created for this family. You leave, you leave with nothing. This is all my stuff. I can take my stuff. I'll suck my dad's out of your car right now. As if all of this is not bad enough, another concern I have is the use of stolen valor to get positions such as the president of the Massachusetts chapter of Bearded Rebellion. According to Robin, he may have told them that he was a former Green Beret in order to said, no, she's not. She just wants to make other people aware. All right. So basically, uh, this guy is just a, a pathological liar, lies about everything, lies about being a decorated marine he's got criminal record a mile long all these google trophies uh he hasn't had a license since he lost it in 2017 for a dui but he drives around uh, anyway uh in 2022 somerset police responded to a call uh, from a neighbor after jared punched this woman in the face and she tried to escape their house when the cops arrived he was holding the baby like a shield she got a restraining order on him. she took him back almost a year later not a smart idea. And uh, he was at it again within a month, got another arrest, uh, was charged with violating an abuse prevention order. Uh, pro tip gentlemen out there, if a woman has an order on you and you manipulate her into taking you back, you can't move in with them. Like it doesn't matter. Like that piece of paper, it's not just a piece of paper. You can't, you get, you go to jail for that. You can't, uh, you got to follow that piece of paper or else you're in big trouble. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's committing workers comp fraud too. Cause he said he's, he can't work. I think because of his shoulders or something. There he is doing that. He, he looks like he's being sued by East coast landscaping after they found out about that. I don't know, but dude's got all this shit. Uh, Lala. She ended up reaching out to his ex who, uh, and they, they all say the same shit. He's, previously divorced it goes on and on and on oh and here he is after a night of drinking there he is it's like a mccabe look at him <laughs> i remember my first truly um yeah so anyway and by the yeah the tiktok women i don't know that's why i don't get into tiktok uh and by the way, every, all of his Facebook posts are all like pictures of him being like super dad here. Like I fucking hate guys like this today, today, two years ago, my life changed forever. When I saw you for the first time, you gave me purpose and a new look on love that could never be shaken. 
Happy birthday, Finnegan. Sky is the limit, my little man. And little guy. And I'm going to bring him around. We're going to shoot guns. Daddy misses you, Finn. You'll always be my big... Does that? Does he really? Do you miss him that much? Because you're doing nothing to make sure that you get to see this kid again. Nothing. And you're posting negative shit about the woman who has a restraining order on you all over her page, accusing her of heinous shit. Um, you are also, let's see, like on Father's Day, Finn, even though me and your mother don't see eye to eye, well, that's because you kicked the shit out of her a few times, my dude. Hurt me yesterday not to be with you to wish her a happy Mother's Day. I want you to know your mother, lo- okay, stop. Now he's doing the whole I'm gonna ki- kiss your ass thing. And he's got a new girlfriend, and she uh, was made aware of it and doesn't give a shit. So long story short with this story, I was told today this dude applied for a harassment prevention order against the woman. (laughs) Not against me, against the woman Robin. I I haven't seen the affidavit. So most people aren't like me. They don't get these often, and they're scared, or they're like, what the hell is this? Am I in trouble? I have to go to court? She's a court date uh, in Fall River on July 14th. And I just want Jared to know that I'll be there on July 14th in Fall River. Uh, I'll be with this woman. I've never met her before, but you ain't going to take this woman. You're not going to beat the shit out of this woman and uh, mentally and physically abuse her for two years and then play the fucking victim. That That's not going to happen. I got some questions. I, Jared deactivated his Facebook page. Within about five seconds of me writing this blog, because he's a pussy, and instead of trying to take me to court, yeah, it is a lot like Ryan Waters. Now that I think about it, it is very similar to Ryan Waters. So uh, I just want this guy to know that. Like, she's not going to be alone. I'll be there with her. I'm going to meet her. And uh, we're gonna. I'm going to have some questions for you outside of court. That's the best part about being Turtle Boy is the post-court interview. So it didn't go well for Krusty Panties. Didn't go well for Jen McCabe. Definitely didn't go well for Andrew Johnson because he caught his own charge from that. But that's on July 14th. That's correct. So uh, maybe he won't show. Maybe, But it's like to me, it's like, okay, we're doing this. So you want to do that? I I just have a general disdain for anybody that weaponizes this harassment prevention order shit to try to, I mean, especially when they're the aggressor, when they're the abuser. And it is very Ryan Waters-esque, huh? Now I think of it, oh, Ryan Waters went the next step. He like filed an actual civil fucking lawsuit against Samantha Carden, who did nothing wrong except have a child with that asshole. But okay, so there is that. Let me check the donos real quick. See if we have any turtle chats. All right, we've got a couple turtle chats here to read out to the class. We got first from Anonymous says, thank you for your relentless quest for the truth beyond commendable well thank you anonymous i appreciate that very much sir or ma'am mayor Wu sends 25 dollars and says sorry i lied about the boston fire department you know what's up with that mayor Wu? why would you lie about fire who the fuck declares war on firefighters that's weird all right next up bob sends 25 dollars and he says turtle boy i have had four lexuses over 20 years three previously owned absolutely flawless Routine maintenance only, always treated like a king, never hustled. I hated the car industry until my first Lexus would never own another brand. Well, that's that's what I hear from a lot of people. That's what I hear from a lot of people. Like, I've never heard a bad thing 
about Alexis on it ever, 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 ever. I've never heard that many bad things. Like everybody does love their brand of car, no matter what it is. That's another thing I've noticed. But like the Lexus people seem especially loyal. So I went with that. Okay. Uh, if anyone else would like to donate, the link is at the top. Turtle chat. You can donate whatever you want. Leave a little message. I'll read it out loud to the class when I get it. Or you can cash up me a dollar sign, Uncle Turtle Boy. All right. What I want to do right now is a little thing called Where Are You Reppin'? So let us know in the comments right now. Where are you watching the live show from tonight? Go ahead. And these go so fast now. All right, here we go. Burlington, Vermont. Um, Dartmouth's in the house. Kitten, Malden, Easton, Northwood, New Hampshire, Skituit, Brockton. Franklin, Taunton, Hingham, London, Ontario, Stoneham, Quincy, Nashua, Bridgewater, Holbrook, West Roxbury, Marshfield, Billerica, Quincy, Raynham, Sacramento. Ooh, nice. We all love things turtle. Um, Mashpee, Nashua, South Boston, public housing. Yikes. Norwood, Northbridge, Notton, Canton, Newburyport, North Attleboro, New Bedford, Everett, Northbridge, Turner's Falls, Holland, Albuquerque, Raleigh, North Carolina, Saugus, London, St. Albans, Maine, Arlington, Adams, Massachusetts, Gloucester, Glendale, Arizona, Redondo Beach, Wittensville, Hyde Park, Stonington, Connecticut, Wareham, Braintree, Fall River, Leicester, Tucson Turtle, KP's Fupa, yikes, Milford, New Hampshire, Unk's Bedroom, Leicester's in the house, uh, DOT, I think that's Dorchester, Turtle Boy, uh, Wilmington, Weymouth, Rochester, New Hampshire, Dublin, Ireland, Easton, East Walpole, the Pioneer Valley, Wellesley, Seabrook, Charlestown, Cambridge, Millis, Fall River, Goffstown, New Hampshire, uh, Plymouth, uh, let's see, the 99 with Kevin Reddington, a different South Boston pedal party, under McCabe's pool, Long Island, Walpole, okay, uh, Weymouth, Fall River, New Hampshire, Weymouth, Auburn, Taunton, Medford, Brookline, Lakeville, Lowell, Dorchester, Taunton, Beverly, Rochester, New Hampshire, Sturbridge, Saugus, West Warwick, White Bronco, Kingston, Watertown, Dartmouth. Oh my gosh, there's so many fucking, I can't keep up now. Over here on the Rumble, we got Fort Lauderdale, Kitten, Taunton, Woburn, Beverly, Weymouth, Winthrop, Westford, Dedham, Quincy. Okay, if I missed you, I missed you. I love you. But the show, Muscawan, Lynn, Cape Cod, Rosendale, you name it. Okay, Millis, Saugus, Kitten, Worcester, North Attleboro, South Shore Hospital. Nice. I heard that woman got fired, by the way. That's what I'm told. That woman that complained about the Michael Chestnut shirts during the Michael Chestnut trial of all times to complain about that goddamn shirt. Uh, word on the street is that she has been fired. I cannot confirm that, but uh, that would make me very happy because she deserves to be fired. So, Again, a lot of people are like, what? why are you doing cancel culture? Uh, I've always been pro-cancel culture. That's what I do for a living. I cancel people. <laughs> so yeah canceled she's canceled all right let's talk about uh south boston for let's talk about this joint and then we'll get to canton updates also we got a couple of cash apps here gotta read off um we got uh just one it's uh sand possible sends nine dollars and says shell shine Love your investigative skills. Thank you. I appreciate that. Again, link is at the top for anyone else who wants to donate to the turtle chat. Okay. Let's pull up the South Boston blog. 
Yeah, that Hunter Biden story. I mean, I don't really pay attention too much. It's like they're always talking about Hunter Biden, and I just don't care that much because it seems like that story's going nowhere. It's like, yeah, we get it. he's a crackhead and he's corrupt and blah blah blah. I hadn't seen the text message that he sent to the Chinese guys. That text message is wild. Have you guys seen that text message? He straight up says, he's like, maybe we should talk about Hunter Biden for a minute. He sends that text message to Jang or whoever, Kung Pao, and he says, look at, I got my dad sitting right here. He's like, my dad is in the room and you're going to give me all this money and everything I want or else I'm going to get one of my moods and my dad is sitting right here. It's going to be a problem. Like this dude is, that text is crazy when you think about it. Like that text is fucking crazy. He's like talking about a smoking gun. They got him dead to like he's literally, I'm sitting next to the president, and we're gonna use the influence and power we have to fucking make like blackmail you or extort you into doing what we want and giving us money, and we're gonna make a, so much money off of this. Like he's so and it, it's like, dude, oh, and then they'll say, Oh, well, it's his son and he's on drugs and blah, blah. okay, that whatever, like the people I blog about shouldn't be fucking president. Like you don't have like what the media just, did you see yesterday's? I've never seen anything like this before. I got to show you this video, not to go off on a political thing. Dude, why have you seen like the, the liberal white house press corps? You got us. I've never, like they usually just throw softballs to this, um, secretary of diversity here. Wait, did you guys see this skewering? Like, watch this. Oh, wait, did that blow up the whole screen? Actually, pull it up over here. And he was found guilty of something and he got probation. And then he still came to some fancy function at the White House, I guess, later on. Like that night. Like, none of this happened. Like, it's fucking crazy. Crazy. There we go. Watch this. His son Hunter to the state dinner last night. Um, I'm wondering if you could take us into the thinking and decision making of why uh, the president decided to. I, I'm just not going to get into family discussion, personal family discussion, as you know. Hunter, they don't stop. I'm, I'm just not going to get into that. If, if Hunter Biden wasn't the president's son, would he have invited someone who had just reached a plea agreement with federal prosecutors? Well, to a couple of things. Again, that's his son. It's a, he's a family member. It is not uncommon for family members to attend uh, events at the White House. We look at past presidents. I'm sure you have. Okay. So that is not uncommon. It's not uncommon. It's, it is when they're crackheads. <laughs> it is when they're crackheads. Yes, it, it, you're right. It's not that uncommon for like John Adams to have John Quincy Adams there, a strapping young lad of 14, whatever. Or, you know, George... H.W. Bush has Jeb Bush. I don't fucking know. Like people that aren't on crack. <laughs> it's when your son's a crackhead, the rules kind of change a little bit. She's like, it's not unusual to have your son there. It's like, I guess, but you're missing the part where he's a crackhead. Okay. As it relates to anything uh, uh, related to, um, to Hunter, I'm just not going to respond to it from here. 
Can I follow up on that? Okay. Well, I just called in somebody. Go ahead. Yeah. So, but I mean, so Kirby wouldn't answer James's question, though. Are you going to answer the question? I mean, not, not a reasonable question to ask no. whether the President of the United States was involved, as this message seems to suggest, in some sort of a coercive conversation for business dealings by his son. Is that something, if he wasn't, then maybe you should tell us. So, here's the thing, I, and I appreciate the question. I believe my colleague uh, at the White House Council uh, has answered this question already, has dealt with this has uh, uh, made it very clear. I just don't have anything to share outside of what my colleagues have shared. Uh, and so I would refer you to him and the, D and the DOJ. Just not gonna comment from here. I will, what I can tell you is I know that my colleague has dealt with this. He, he uh, addressed this at the White House Council. I just don't have anything else to share. I just, I just answered the question. I just answered the question. Yes or no, was the president involved? This is wild. This is wild. Stephen. I just answered the question. I just said, I just, this is, this is the most up to you how I answer the question. Score. I just answered the question by and telling they've had you my colleagues at the White House Council has dealt with this, and I would refer you to them. Go ahead. Can you just remind us what your colleagues said from the White House Council so we have it? I would, I would refer you to them, and they will share their stuff. Yeah, just talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start with from people. that podium. You stated that the president stands by his comment from the 2020 campaign that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with his son. And you stood at that podium yeah, and you yeah. reaffirmed that. Do you stand by your reaffirmation? I, what I will say is nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And I will leave it there. Anything else, I will refer you to the White House Council. This is not a change? I just answered the question. You asked, You just asked me, do, does my statement change? I just told you nothing has changed. That's answering the question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stephen, I'm calling on your colleague right now. Go ahead. To, to follow up on my colleague, is there anything that you can say with regard? It's just so funny. Like, this is so rare. Like, something like this can happen. Usually there might be one. It, that African guy, he's the best. Why you no answer my questions? That guy's the best. But usually, like, there's one negative guy from Breitbart or Fox News or something, and then she she humors him for a minute, and then I haven't even heard Peter Ducey yet. He usually he's the one doing this, and they move on to the next one. But like that, like they just keep going. The next one's like, actually, I have a question about that too. And you would think that they would want to like answer this. Like maybe we should address the crackhead problem that we have at the White House. Like this is. It's not normal to have like a crackhead problem in the White House. To this text message and what the president's son was alleging. Was the president there or not? I would refer you to my colleagues at the White House Council. They have addressed this and I refer you to them. Go ahead. Have you spoken to the president about this? Have you asked him whether he was there with his son on July 30th? This is not a conversation that I've had with the president. Again, I would refer you to the White House. Yes, it is. Have yes. that conversation no. with the president? No. Well, did the president speak with the attorney general at all? I can't. I, I, in fairness, not many people have had coherent conversations with the president. So there's that as well. And I'm telling you guys, look, look at, I don't want, like it's taking a little break from politics and all this, but like, look at man. This administration, like that shit right there, we don't need that. Like that, does, it doesn't have to be the way. That doesn't have to be the president. And the only reason that this is happening right now is because Donald Trump lost. Oh no, he actually won, Turtle Boy. He actually okay, sure he did. Yeah, he won. Well, he's not the president, so I guess he didn't. I don't know what the. Oh, there's no way he got 81 million cheated. Okay, whatever. This week, by the way, Donald Trump and like 
all the people around, like the my pillow guy, they're all like they're they say they're not ballot harvesting. So you're gonna lose again. Like if you don't do what they do, and you don't fight fire with fire, you we we need Trump. Uh, you ain't gonna get Trump. Like they ain't gonna be Trump. Like if you don't know how to win an election, like that's he lost last time. And if the plan this time is just to run it back. I mean, think about this. If you're the Celtics, right? The Celtics had to trade Marcus Smart. They had to do something because it wasn't good enough. They didn't win a championship and you're going to get stuck in this place. And there's no reason if you just run it back, well, things are going to be different. This time. Why would it be different? Like what? What's different this time around? And his plan appears to be to just talk about election fraud. Like suburban women want to hear about that. The people that like, you know, decide these fucking elections. Like it doesn't need to be this way. Like his, yes, the Trump people, I get it. You people fucking love him. Love him. You guys love him. I get it. You totally love Donald Trump. I get it. I voted for the man twice. Okay. But I like winning and he's not winning at all. And it's like, this shoot was cute when he was winning, but it's not so cute when we keep fucking losing. And the fact of the matter is that like the people that are diehard about him, you're a minority. Like the majority of the country does not feel that way. And you have a serious problem that way. If you want to win an election, you're not going to win Arizona. You're not going to win Georgia. You're going to fucking lose. So what are you going to do? We can win those States. Like the, what's his name? Kemp, the most boring fucking politician ever. He got like 57% of the vote there. No problem. And there's a guy in Florida by the name of Ron DeSantis who they're all just fucking lying about now saying he's a rhino and a globalist. What fucking world are you people? Oh, they're calling him Lockdown Ron. Lockdown Ron. Are we forgetting that everybody fled to Florida during the pandemic because it was fucking free? Like, there's a reason that. And then, and and Ron DeSantis doesn't need to worry about mail-in voting because he wins by 60. He wins when you win with 60, you don't need to worry about fraud. That's the beauty of being Ron DeSantis is you just win by a shit ton and you don't have to worry about that. I get it. So why can't like, dude, there's Ron DeSantis. When you look at him, his youth, his fucking family, it's fucking picture perfect. It's Kennedy-esque. When you look at that guy, we have a generational talent on our hands and we're like, you know, what? let's fucking run it back. Let's just fucking run it back. Let's bring the same fucking guy out, except four years older, four years crazier, quite frankly, because he's just old people. I don't know if you know this. When they get older, they get fucking crazier. And he's like, nothing he's saying right now is going to catch on with Metal America. It's just not. So you can nominate Trump. I'll vote for him in the general election because I'm not voting for that fucking crap factory that you just saw there. I ain't voting for that. So I'd have no choice, but I'll vote for Donald Trump. But it does. And it's just the drama too. Nobody else brings this drama about like indictments. And I'm not saying it's his fault, but it kind of is like, why are you in this fucking situation? Why are you like, why are you, like Ron DeSantis said the best. He's like, uh, I don't know anything about paying off porn stars. I, I can't relate. I, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know. I don't pay hush money to porn stars. I don't have this problem. I don't know. And that's all you got to fucking say. It's like, do you want to win or do you want to complain about losing?
Like, that's what I want to hear. Cause that's all I ever hear. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing about things that were stolen from us. I, we sound like whiny cunts. That's what we sound like. I hope you know that. Cause that's what they used to sound like with the Russia shit. Uh, and they sounded like whiny cunts cause they were, and we've turned into the party of whiny cunts. It's just like, this is not the way I raise my kids to play fucking sports and shit. Like when you fall and you lose and it's like, you don't blame, I will never blame shit on a ref because I don't want to sound like a whiny cunt. I won't give them satisfaction of being a whiny cunt. I won't. Thank you. It's just like, we can fucking win. Like I, if you lose, figure out a way to win. Don't whine about fucking how you lost, figure out a way to win. And if you, if the reason that we lost was ballot harvesting, which I do think was obvious, I mean, it's legal to ballot harvest. So why the fuck aren't we doing it? Why aren't we doing it? You got months with mail-in voting. Get all the fucking votes together. Get it done. But anyway, that's my rant. That's my rant. Um, I'm I'm big to Santa Stan. He's obviously an underdog. Uh, he's the, the he's got this he's got a big uphill fight and what's killing him right now by the way is all these other fucking losers in the race. Nikki Haley needs to shut the fuck up and disappear forever. Tim Scott, nice seeing you there. Maybe we'll consider you for VP down the road, but this ain't your rodeo. And Vivek is literally just there to be Trump's ball washer. That's all he is. He's fucking fraud. That fucking asshole. Vivek. Oh, anyway. That's my rant about politics. All right. Um, and Claire McKenna sends $15 and she says, uh, for requesting a like thumbs up rally. Don't know what that means, but okay. Um, all right. So anyway, let's uh, get back to the show. Let's talk about South Boston. Sorry, I went on a rant there. Okay. One more thing. I think DeSantis should wait till the next one. Okay. Look at why? Like, so we can have four more years of Biden. Would you, would you be willing to sacrifice that? Like if you thought like, I don't know, like you're, I, I cannot deal with Joe Biden for eight years. I can't fucking do it. We need to get, it's a huge fucking problem and we should put forward the person that, who has the best chance of beating him. That's all I'm saying. And it is not, his name is not Donald Trump. All right. So anyway, let's talk about this story. Okay. I know that's the turtle club one. Here it is. This one. All right. So, um, we did a story about this story blew up that I published, I think Tuesday, um, reports out of the Boston Herald. And I was just quoting them. They reported it first for sure. I had heard rumors about that, but couldn't confirm it. And it, it turned out to be true that four kids uh, were found at a South Boston housing complex after first responders were called because someone was in cardiac arrest and they got there. And according to the fire department, there was sex toys and drugs and four kids there and a dead guy. And they were in drag and happy pride month. And this story, obviously you see a headline like that. That is literally like right wing porn. Like it gets re retweeted by everyone. 
I thought Elon was going to retweet it, and then my whole fucking shit would have broke. But Jack Posobiec, Matt Walsh, Mike Cernovich, DC Drano, Tim Poole, they all retweeted the story. And as it turned out, uh, it seemed to be pretty true. Here is the actual incident report. It says it's written by Jonathan Hernandez, a captain on ladder 18. He says ladder 18 responded and found Boston EMS in the middle of a working arrest. Ladder 18 um, assisted EMS during medical operations. The apartment was in extreme unsanitary conditions. Approximately six adults who appeared to be males were seen, appeared to be, were seen in the apartment. Ladder 18 found four children in the back bedroom being hidden by an adult male from the first responders. The children ranged in ages from five to 10. All the adult parties were being uncooperative and did not provide helpful information. All adults present have denied having children inside the apartment. So they all like, Hey, my kids, Hey, my kids, BPD and EMS were on the scene. Ladder 18 filed a 51 a, with the appropriate state agency. So Ladder 18 filed it. Well, then the Boston Police Department comes out of nowhere and posts this shit. Look at this crap. They said, Boston Police were called to 381 Old Colony Ave at 1111 on Saturday to investigate a call of an unconscious person. Fire and EMS were on scene assisting the individual. At 11.41, EMS pronounced the person non-viable and the medical examiner's office took jurisdiction of the body. Detectives were also called to the residents to photograph the scene as part of the investigation. The adults on scene, who told officers they had called for help when they became aware their friend was not breathing, their friend, um, were fully cooperative with Boston police officers who responded. So, like to write the words fully cooperative is just a cunty slap in the face to the fire department who said that they were being uncooperative. Like they made sure to, that they were fully cooperative. Like this is so cunty the way they did this, like literally without being, without saying that the fire department's lying, they're just saying everything you read from them is a fucking lie. I mean, how are you going to do that to it? Like, what the fuck? The adults on scene. And by the way, like I've met like mo cops in Boston all want to be firefighters. Not all of them, but a lot of them. There is a lot of lateral movement in the city of Boston for people. I, I, I'm not sure if fire department has a, a residency, which is a big pull. Like the, the cops have residency requirements. They have to live there for 10 years. Nobody wants to live in Boston. It's too expensive, crowded. Like nobody wants to fucking live there. And I like a lot of people just want to leave policing to become firefighters. Like it's a better, it's a much better life. It's a much better schedule. Like it's more less, in, it, it's way better. I, I'd rather, to me, going into a fire scares the shit out of me. Uh, I'd rather be a cop than a firefighter. But um, I, 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 there is a big, even though I think cops get paid more, there is a lot of, especially in Boston, I've talked to, people that are cops right now that are trying to become firefighters. I think there's a little bit of envy there. <laughs> I think and I, I don't know. I guess they don't like each other because this is cunty the way that this is written. This is extremely cunty. 
It says the adults on scene were very cooperative. There were four children on site who all had a parent present in the residence. And again, back here, it says in this report, all adults present denied having children inside the apartment. The parents and officers who responded felt it was best for the children to stay in another room with one of the parents and took steps to avoid having the children see the deceased. Okay, so why were they? So now they're saying that the police and the parents both agreed they're not actually being hidden in the back room. The police said that's where they should go. It was because they did the right thing. These are great people in this house. They're very responsible people. Due to the nature of the call and to assure appropriate follow-up, officers did file a 51A. But over here, it says that Ladder 18 filed a 51A. Information that drugs or other concerning materials were strewn about the home is not supported by what officers encountered. Okay, but they said there is. They said there was. So who's telling the truth? This is unacceptable to have something like this happen. And of course, my biggest question was, if, why did you file a 51A if nothing's going wrong? Right. If the if there's nothing wrong with this situation here, like if I died in my sleep, I, I gave this analogy in the blog. If I died in the sleep, in my sleep and EMS had to come here and wheel my ass out of here, they would not file a 51A because there's nothing suspicious about my death. So why would you, why are you filing a 51A? You do that, mandated reporters do that when they have evidence of abuse or neglect. Ask Krusty Panties. She's had many 51As filed on her. She's the expert on that. You don't get that just because someone dies. But they file one. Um, and we, an even better question is, why are they in this horrific ghetto crime-ridden housing complex in South Boston at 11 o'clock with a bunch of children and men in drag and one guy's dead from cardiac arrest. And of course the first, I understand cardiac arrest kills a lot of people. And yeah, a lot of them are on cocaine too. Like that's the drug most associated with cardiac arrest. So what were they like? What? Anyway, we got the reports. Okay. We did get the reports. And it says here um, that, so it's Jennifer De Los Santos is the officer who responded. And I'd like to point out that the incident happened June 17th. She doesn't write the report till the next day. What's up with that? So it says, Officer completed DCF form and filed a 51A. Okay, why'd you do that if nothing was wrong? Officer, you tell me. Um, it goes on to say that uh, another report from Detective Steve Flynn reports that um, the unnamed victim's unnamed mother was notified within four hours of him dying. Yet the victim's name is redacted. Like, look how long that's the victim's name. It's a whole fucking sentence. Look at that thing. And 
There's sex took four react four redact. I mean, how many sexes are there? And why does this one have so many letters? God, they don't even list the race of the person. God knows they don't list the address. So what's up with that? Now, oh, hold on. I'm going to message about this. Hold on. Saying that's not the original report. That's the second report. Do you have the original? And detectives report, they didn't give you. Can you send me the original? Can I see the original? Did I not publish the original? If you have it, send it to me on Facebook if you can. Or on here or on my phone. I don't care. Whatever you want. Um, yeah. So let me uh, read some more of this, though. So that's what people are saying. There's These are supplemental reports. Don't have it. Okay. If you do have it, please send it. Yeah, please send it if you do have it. Okay. Anyway, um, so my big question here is like, why are they redacting the name of the victim of the deceased? Why can't you say who died? Like who the fuck died in this house full of kids and dildos and shit and drugs who died? Why can't you say that? Are they politically connected? You know, do they have a criminal record? What don't you want us finding out about them? Okay, now I'm getting it. Hold on. This is the original. Oh, I have that one. So I do have the original. Okay. You just guys got to be patient. Okay. Oh, one more. Do I already, did I publish this already? The known to Commonwealth one. Yep. I've published this already yeah you guys got to read the blog i'm gonna get to it relax guys we're gonna get to it okay we got it so i've already published this so we're gonna get to it okay okay um you didn't talk about it they don't mention the kids in it okay yes right okay we're gonna we'll get to that so okay so dilla santos this is her original report and she was very careful not to say whether or not the dead person was male or female in this report. And she also doesn't say the name of the deceased. And she doesn't list the fact that, oh, yeah, there's kids there. She goes, at 11-11 on Saturday, Officer De Los Santos responded to a radio call for an unconscious person. Uh, upon arrival, BFD, Ladder 18, and Boston EMS uh, were on scene assisting the victim. The victim's friends and associates contacted the police when they observed the victim was not breathing. Uh, they were pronounced non-viable. And um, a, a Detective Flynn and Patrolman Dixon arrived on scene. The detective processed the scene. And that's it. Nothing in here about a 51A. Nothing here about a whole bunch of kids and dildos. She didn't put any of that. So basically, this officer decides that, takes it upon herself to just be like, I'm not going to report the fact that a bunch of walking stereotypes are in this house doing bad things because this will reflect badly on certain communities. That's all this is. This is a, a police officer deciding on her own 
what will go in the official report and making it like, she's literally saying that I don't trust the way the public will react to all the details about this. So I'm just not going to include all the details. That's all this is. And it's not her job to do that. It is her job to simply do your job, to simply report everything that happens. Everything. So this is from June 19th, a couple days later. Another call was made to the apartment. Upon arrival, officers were met at the same address by DCF employees. Um, and they would be performing an emergency removal of the children from the apartment. And they were both removed without incident. And they're listed there. In November of 2019. Um, and by the way, they listed known to the Commonwealth. She listed known to the Commonwealth on her official report. Did I not put that in there? And like, what does that known to the com? There it is, known to the Commonwealth. That that's like what Michelle Wu was listed as when they got in that uh, when her driver went through that red light. Michelle Wu was not. Whenever they don't want, it's like a trooper proctor when she when he misspells the names of the people. When the Boston police don't want to, you know, tie you to an incident, they just write known to the Commonwealth. And that could mean somebody who's been arrested before a bunch of times and we know who you are, or there could be influential politician. They're known to the Commonwealth. Um, and then later on, we see that, uh, what is this? That the Daily Mail reports that fire officials found the four children hidden in this squalid Boston apartment where a black trans woman was dead on the floor. So it's a black trans woman now surrounded by sex toys and the WHDH and other channels are reporting that it's a woman. It was originally reported as a man. Now it's apparently a woman. And then they spoke to somebody who felt unsafe there because people are popping the doors to come in in all hours of the night. They said in that apartment. And Jonathan Hernandez, the guy who wrote the report about this, and I have not, since I wrote, published this blog, Michelle Wu has now come out and said that none of this happened. That's all a lie. Like, why don't you just say, why don't you just call, why don't you just say it by name? Why don't you just say Captain Hernandez is a liar? Because that's what you're saying without saying it, you stupid cunt. You're literally calling this guy a liar. And this guy is a, from what everyone says about this dude, the like straight shooter straight shooter. And why would the fire department lie? What reason do they have to lie about this? There is no, it's not even a close race to see who has more credibility right now. The Boston police department or the Boston fire department, the Boston fire department gets rid of problems. Like when we, a few years ago, there was this guy, Octavius something. I don't know. He wrote a lot of really racist and anti-Semitic things on Facebook and we published it. He was fired like a week later. They have no problem getting rid of their trash. Whereas police departments have more trouble with that. Like Brian Albert is still a Boston police officer. He is still getting paid by the taxpayers. And it's quite obvious that he was involved in murdering another cop. And they have no reason to lie about this. Like why? What? And, and Michelle Wu came out and called them 
liars. Now I have not seen people are saying that the Boston fire union responded to this. I haven't seen it yet. Cause I've been a little busy fire union. Let's see. Boston fire union. Oh, okay. Boston firefighters local. Let me see. Did they put some out? Boston Fire Union. Okay, let me pull this up. So Boston Fire Union blasts Mayor Wu's version of Southie OD call. So let me click uh, on this. Go to my the Boston Herald makes you pay shit now. I'm not doing that. So I'm just going to do it in the archive, get it for free. Okay, so let me read this to you. I'll pull it up over here. So the Fire Union has responded to this. All right. The fire union is pushing back on the mayor and police saying firefighters stand by what they reported uh, after this past weekend. Uh, Sam Dillon, the president of Boston Firefighters Local 718, defended the firefighters who responded to the incident found in the apartment um, where four children were present after the mayor and police department made statements debunking details. Local 718 stands squarely behind the actions taken by our firefighters. The integrity of the firefighters involved in this incident is beyond reproach. Their swift action to address what they encountered should be commended by everyone involved. Thank you. He goes on to say that there, the incident report by Hernandez is 100% accurate and noted that firefighters arrived prior to police officers and therefore encountered a different scene than was described by the police department in a Thursday night statement. Quote, firefighters were there ahead of police. Situations changed minute to minute, hour to hour, he told the Herald. What they encountered would have been different from what the police encountered when they arrived. In a state, but that still is like, yes, okay, true. But there's still things in there like how they're saying that the Boston that they were uncooperative, like what they suddenly got cooperative when police arrived. So they were uncooperative before then they got cooperative. Eh, I, I still think that this is a little bit of like, no, they're just calling you flat out liars. Like they're not, uh, I think the Boston fire department here sounds like they're trying to give the Boston police department an out and saying, well, mate, you guys got there after us. So what you saw is something different, but they're still calling you liars actually. Um, in a statement, the police department said officers, blah, blah, blah. Okay. We read that they're fully cooperative. Mayor Michelle Wu said in an unrelated event Friday that the incident, which occurred at the, whatever was a horrible tragedy, but she disputed quote, some of the information that's been floating out there saying it didn't come directly from first responders. It is, is that what not what Hernandez is? 
quote, there have been some second and third hand accounts. Nope. Those are not second and third hand accounts from those who were not there at the scene that do not match up with reports that were filed. What she was told by first responders and what she's seen in the photos police took at the scene. So she's seen photos. Interesting. It's important to have a grounding in the facts of what occurred and to let the proper authorities do the investigations and look into this. I mean, this is a woman. I mean, this is such fucking bullshit. This is a woman who is so anti-police, who is so like the police need reform. We need to be the what we need to watch the police. Somebody needs to police the police and watch what they're doing. Now she's like, let's everybody chill the fuck out and stop. How dare you question the police? They are our friends and they are to be believed at all costs. Whatever they put down is the truth. The Boston police would never lie on a report ever, ever. Oh no, that's never happened. Oh no. Oh no. That's never happened. They are beyond reproach. We will do whatever it takes to protect our children, says the woman with fucking promoting drag queen story hour. But that also means not fueling conspiracy theories. There's the word. They love to throw conspiracy theories. Meanwhile, Russia, Russia, Russia. Rumors that are not based on the facts of what happened there. Um, If the Boston police or anyone is relying on the responding police officers report and body cam, they are missing all of what happened, Flaherty told the Herald on Friday. If the Boston police or anyone is relying on the responding police officer's report on in body cam, they are missing all of what happened. Investigators need to speak directly to the firefighters since they arrived on the scene. Exactly. So he's sticking by it. Good. He added, what matters more than the fingerprint pointing is that each child is safe now. And again, why would DCF take these kids if there's nothing wrong with them? Sources told the Herald that some of the adults were dressed as women. The victim described in the police report, BPD provided to the Herald as a 28-year-old male to female transgender person. I haven't seen that yet. But the report doesn't go into much. So it's a a 28-year-old that died. Male to female, so it's a it's a dude. So he's, he was never actually female. Boxes checked on the report, however, indicate that the police do not suspect that hate crime, drug use, or alcohol consumption. They're just up at eleven o'clock in the morning partying in this apartment. Uh, further, the report states that the adults they encountered were uncooperative. All right, Dylan said Dylan said there was drug paraphernalia present in the apartment. And the death appeared to be caused by a drug overdose. <laughs> like, so what we are. It, okay. So you tell me, you tell me. So, um, we found out who lived there. People are like, whose apartment is it? We found out. Let's bring her up. Shall we? You guys want to learn about this woman? So her name is Kiara, Kiara Payne. K-I-A-R, I'll bring it up. I got her TikTok. K-I-A-R-A pain, okay? And she has, this is her, um, so it just says, this is, um, she writes the real story. 
the real story. Yeah. Um, and it's just, and it's a link to the BPD page, the real story. And somebody said, what happened here? Read what the police report. Oh, I get it. I am confused why the Boston fire report was so different. Was that your family? <laughs> yeah. Well, she lived there. They say to try this hair, I built her on your tattoos. That's dope. I need to try that. Give me peso, extendo. I carry bitches like I'm Kirk. Okay, so she's wrapped. Okay, now, so this is again, this appears to be the kids who were in the apartment and were taken by DCF. I want you to look at the background of what is in this apartment. Just take a look at the fucking apartment itself. Where'd it go? There's. Because we know you ain't got no what? You ain't got no bottle. Then what you tell? Let's like, look at all the fucking trash and shit in the background. Be so, look at, look at, everything's fucking thrown about. It's fucking nasty in there. You know they don't clean shit. So, this is the boyfriend, okay? This individual's name is Douglas Jaden. I don't know what's going on in Douglas's pants, but Douglas was born a woman and is transgender. So there's your, I mean, we're putting the clues together here, folks, aren't we? Found out who lives there. We've seen pictures of the apartment. It's fucking horrid. And that's just in the background of a guy. Oh, it's not. So is this just a friend? Is that what this is? Okay. I could be wrong. So it's not the boyfriend. Is this like a friend? That's just some, oh, so this isn't, oh, he just looks like it. I apologize. This is one of those like duet things. I apologize. I apologize. We're going to get to the boyfriend. Stop! Don't! Let go! You should probably run. Four words when I this, think about that's the one right there. This is the boyfriend. Four words when I think about them is crusty, musty, dusty, rusty. Eight words when I think about us is fuck me, fuck me. What the fuck? Fuck me, fuck me, disrespect, yeah, I'm What the fuck? Smack them. The text that you say in the captions. The videos we got ever leave, we going by. Oh, no. Oh, no. Four words. Oh, no. Me, I guess I was okay. okay, so I want to look like an anime princess with some teeth. <gasps> okay, here we go. Basically, this out of girl. Baby. Where? Who? You been where? Okay. So um, we we have Douglas's account too. Let's check out Douglas's account. So here's Doug's account, and uh, let's see. What Doug has to say. These people just speak through TikTok now. There's no more like 
posting shit. Everything's a fucking movie, a video. But they don't even talk in the video. They just put text up. It's like, okay, so let's see the first one. This is like, this is uh, 12 hours ago. Being a parent is the hardest job I have ever had, but also the most rewarding. I don't know who this message is going to be for. Girl dad. Um, I know I needed to hear this today. So I'm hoping that this will reach some more ears that need to hear it. But you are a good parent. No, you're not. You're so damn tired because you are doing so much to be a good parent. Just because you make TikToks with your kid doesn't make you a good parent. Contrary to popular. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks about you and your situation. As long as you, you know what you do. You know everything in your physical being to make sure that everything is being. And so, um, Douglas, by the way, is um, I don't know if anyone knows his or her original name, but she, she's from New Bedford, and um, she calls herself a seahorse. I don't know if there's any context clues with that, but it really is like an it's Pat situation here. And look what he puts. Police clarify circumstances inside Boston apartment in, uh, where children were found with body. And the not all news, all not all new is real news. I'm sure no apologies will be made for the slander and absolutely disgusting representation of the parents and transgendered individuals that were also in the complex. There it is. Screenshot that. So it, it was like, so they're lying. It was a bunch of trannies. <laughs> They're having a tranny fucking coke party at this place. And like, look at the comments here. How come the children are in DCF? Oh, the turtle writers already found it. <laughs> uh, Boston media sure does like to call it a lot of things. House of horrors. I think there's like four different cases with the house of horrors. Uh, children were not immediately removed from this apartment. If all said allegations that were portrayed in the media were true, the children would have been. They were taken on the 19th. They came the next day. Oh, what is this? So this is fact on South Boston OD. So now they're admitting that this is an overdose. So again, that immediately is like, why is somebody overdosing in your apartment at 11 11 with children there like why tell me the scenario in which that is safe for kids and oh and and remember they weren't transgender okay so i guess i got jonathan hernandez is just making this all up he's just making it all up because he just doesn't like these people for some reason he's just making it all up that's what you want us to believe i don't believe that fact on south boston od and, they post- and, I, and i hope the boston police are proud of themselves because like this is what's happening here. These ratchet pieces of shit who probably hate you normally under any other circumstances are quoting your lies as propaganda. That's what you've done. You've given fodder for these assholes, these ratchet assholes. What do you say? Fact checked? Fact checked. They would have removed all those kids right away. Okay. They said they took of the alleged 15 sex toys and needed found 
around apartment. There is absolutely no allegations of any sexual assault. No one said that. And I would love to see pictures, okay, of the sex toys. It's finally Pride Month. And guess what? I'm that crazy, scary, transgender person that the radical republic want to get rid of. Oh yes, I'm so scary. I'm one of the fucking gentlest, softest people I know. I might yell, but I've never been in a physical altercation in my life. And I love everybody. Unless you mess with me and my kids, I love you. Nothing against anybody. So, happy Pride Month! This week, Governor Ron DeSantis ramped up his war on Disney after they stopped his attempts to control Disney World's district. Okay. For those of you confused as to why someone would vote for Joe Biden over any Republican, for those of you who've made comments about our intelligence based on us voting for Joe Biden, this video is for you. Now I can't speak for everyone, but I can't. Okay. There's a leaf blower outside. It won't shut up. Welcome to episode one of Songs Whose Vibes Feel Way so Too you, to the Lyrics. Uh, song- now you know why these people had their names redacted and weren't mentioned at all. They're radical left-wing transgender people during Pride Month having a cocaine party. And they and they just don't want this to be the face of transgenderism, even though it is, during Pride Month. And I'm just, the problem isn't just these people. And I said it, you saw that other guy, Stacy Lawton. With the, he sent his fucking wife into the daycare where she works at to take pictures of kids in the bathroom naked, probably so we could send them on the sell them on the internet. It's like, dude, how many of these incidents do you need to see that like the the problem is transgenderism in and of itself? I hope fucking people realize that this acceptance of transgenderism needs to end. Okay, yeah, okay. You you want to say you're woman? Fucking fantastic. You want to wear a dress? It's fucking free country. Do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm not trying to infringe on whatever the fuck you want to wear. You want to grow a beard? Grow a fucking beard. I don't care. A lot of women in India do that. You'll be, you're not the first chick to grow a beard. But you're not a woman. Like, enough of this shit. That's the problem is our society has catered. Like, with homosexuality, it's like, we're cool with that because I don't have to be gay to go to accept you for being gay. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to blow a dude to accept homosexuality. Whereas with transgenderism, I am forced to use pronouns. I am forced to, like, people lose their job if they use the wrong pronouns. Uh, I am forced to, my daughter has to go in a fucking changing room with you and, and compete against you in sports. The problem is transgenderism. Like, until people realize that, this shit's not going to go away. Like, this should be rejected. Um, This should be, I don't know, just whatever. Sorry, my fucking leg fell asleep there or some shit. I got a cramp. Okay, and leave the kids alone, but they never do. They never do. And there's fucking kids in this apartment at the transgender coke and whatever dildo party. And yeah, we just don't want to do that anymore. So there's that. Okay. Um, so we'll see. Um, I'm not sure if there were more videos here that I uh, was supposed to look at with this. Uh, I'll, but Pride uh, Month, so of course the right-wing maniacs are losing their minds. Oh in fact, God. there's been so many violent incidences that now Target is pulling Pride clothing off of their shelf. Okay. I've been starting to lose control. Okay. There's a leaf blower outside. It won't shut up. Today's words of fucking wisdom 
We're not ourselves when we're fucking- okay. So these people are all nuts. All right. So there's that. Um, let me uh, read a couple donos real quick. Let me check the turtle chat. See if we missed anything. Got a couple turtle chats to read here. We got Garrett from Belchertown sends twenty dollars. Says plenty of riders in Western Mass. Turning my coworkers onto you. Keep fighting the Canton swine. Yeah, thanks, my dude. We've had. I mean, Turtle Riders been all Turtle Boy's been all over Western Mass for years now. We used to have a blogger from Western Mass, Western Mass Turtle Girl, cool chick. Um, I'm being sued in Western Mass. I've been by many times. Brian Waters, uh, Big Black Jeffrey, obviously. And um, I was. I used to be on Bax and O'Brien Morning Show before they got separated. Uh, one of them, uh, I think it was the one that got O'Brien, the one that got the screwed like a year or so ago. Uh, I was on his podcast. He does a podcast in Florida now that I went on talking about the um, Karen Reed situation a while ago. So there's that. I right, appreciate the dono. Next up, we have, we have, let's see. Thomas sends $10, says from one turtle to another. Hello. Well, hello. Thomas and hello to you too. Okay. Um, did I miss any over here? I think the Claire McKenna is the last one. Okay. So if anyone else would like to donate, you click at the link at the top, send whatever money you want. You can write a message and I will read it out loud to the class if you do that. Okay. So let's talk about updates with Ken. So yeah, the newest thing, as I mentioned at the beginning is uh, word I've heard from people who were at Canton high school. I think it was Friday. They had like an open house for the new kids coming in next year. And I guess John O'Keefe's uh, niece was, uh, came, went there with Jim O'Keefe. And it's just like, dude, they haven't, they haven't learned yet. They haven't learned from me showing up at this. So now they're going to learn some more. We're going to ask them all, like, think about that for like, just to review what happened here. Jen McCabe killed and or helped to kill. Let's keep it a buck. That's what she did. She killed John O'Keefe. She might not have hit him or been responsible or moved his body or done any of that, but she was aware of what happened. Knew that he was alive and could have prevented his death. Sure, he might be a vegetable, whatever. Okay. She could have done something. Instead, she went online at 227 and Googled how long to die in cold. So she knew, so she would find out how long she had to wait until Karen Reed could find that body. How long to die in cold. She actually fucking Googled that. So she is just as guilty as the rest of them. She's just as bad as she's worse than Colin Albert. Quite frankly, if Colin Albert just hit him and attacked him, I think what she did is worse. It's more calculated. It's more calculated because she took plans to make sure he not to how long is to die in cold. The plan was to die. Like she wanted him to die in the cold and this stupid fucking cunt thinks that she can just walk around and go to fucking lacrosse games and shit like shit is fucking normal i got news for you cunt it ain't normal it ain't normal at all it ain't gonna be normal until you're in fucking jail just understand that jen i am your worst fucking nightmare 
I will see you ever. Don't if you ever come to court again, which I pray to God you do. I am going to relentlessly hound you. I'm going to be in your town so much over the next few weeks. Just get used to this face, and there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you tried to do something about it. Adam Lally told you to go down to the courthouse and apply for an order and that backfired just like rachel rollins told monica cannon grant to try to get one against me and that backfired and it's gonna backfire like it ain't gonna work and then but you haven't learned you haven't learned your lesson you haven't learned you killed her uncle and then you're escorting her to the fucking orientation mm. So you can, I mean, the, keep in mind those kids, they were interviewed a month after their uncle died. And that's when they said those negative things about Karen Reed a month after, after Jen McCabe poisoned their brain. This all goes back with Jen McCabe's at fucking everything. She has to involve herself in everything. She has to poison these people and she doesn't give a fuck. God, she's disgusting. And that girl is without her uncle. And a positive female role model. I mean, Karen Reed is a positive female role model. Is she not? She's successful, smart, good with money, obviously, because she works in finance. Like she's what a young woman should aspire to be. And she had that. And now what does John O'Keefe's niece aspire to be? Jen McCabe. Like that, like you're like she had limitless possibilities. I'm told that she got into um people around Canton were like, I guess she was gonna go to Feehan. And I don't know. I don't know all the details about that, but that's gone. That was when John was alive. Now like she's her uncle was killed, and now the McCabe's are taking over her life. And for all the people about all the O'Keefe's. If you, what the fuck is wrong with Peggy O'Keefe? Oh, she's fucking old. You're being mean to the mother. Well, fuck her too. Okay. Fuck her too for allowing this. That by the way, Peggy O'Keefe, uh, in case you haven't fucking read anything, because I know you're old and we have to be nice to fucking old people, especially when their fucking kids died and we have to fucking be play all nice we and shit. Well, I'm not going to be fucking nice anymore. That woman escorting your granddaughter. The fucking I uh, think she killed your son. She fucking killed him. Open your fucking eyes. And yeah, Paul, talk about your mama. What's she gonna do about it? You fucking drunk, you fucking raging alcoholic, fucking crashing into people and shit and having the nerve to hate Karen Reed for fucking driving drunk. Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck those people, man. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. But we're, we're going to fight for John's because you don't give a fuck about John. Like, well, let's keep it up. You don't give a fuck about John. None of you people do. But we're going to fight for justice for him anyway. Oh, I'm so sick of the coddling of the O'Keefe family. I'm so fucking sick of it. Well, give them time to come around. Yeah. If you think they're ever going to fucking come around, like I got some property to sell you somewhere down the Cape. Okay. Ain't going to happen. They're not coming around. They're not coming around. They're choosing not to. They don't, they, their hatred for Karen Reed trumps everything else. It's all it comes down to. That is. So anyway. Okay. So back to this um, whole thing. 
Okay. So let's uh, pull up the, the blog that I did on him this week. The updates on this. And Frank Rizzo sends $5, says for Canton is like Chainsaw Massacre Town Family. Absolutely. Okay. We got to talk about Greg Henning. He goes, uh, I've been kicked off YouTube. Frank says, get it. I'm watching on Rumble. Excellent. Yeah, we got like uh, 263 people over there. Obviously, the chat isn't as active, um, but feel free to chat on Rumble as well. I keep checking comments over there. So with, with YouTube, we got about 1,400 people watching right now. It's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, so let's pull. All right. How stupid would the family feel if the feds blew this case wide open? I mean, that's a good question. Like, what are they going to do when that happens? Will they feel stupid? Cause they should, cause they should. Where is the national media on this story? So uh, I'm excited about the next few weeks about what's going to happen here because there is a big hearing on July 25th. A big hearing, obviously, on July 25th. And that is the motion to gag them, to gag the attorneys. And I am 100% certain that they're going to get gagged. Like, there is no doubt in my mind that they are going to get gagged. Like, obviously they're going to get gagged. Like, why, what would possibly lead you to believe that this woman wasn't going to gag them? What has gone right? Like she didn't, de- she denied the order this week for Brian Albert's cell phone. Despite the fact that Brian Albert is clearly hiding shit. And, um, so there's that. And she also canceled the entire evidentiary hearing, which is unheard of. Uh, allowed two motions to quash Jen McCabe and Brian Albert testifying at the evidentiary hearing a lot, like didn't allow the expert, the forensic expert to talk because they're denying that how long the dying cold happened. And we can't even have a fucking hearing to determine who's telling the truth here to hear from the expert because They don't want to hear the truth. So if you don't, again, Bev Canoni wants to be on this case. In case you haven't seen Bev Canoni is a raging cunt. She really is. Like when you look at her, she just looks like a drunk, doesn't she? She looks haggard. She looks uh like with the droopy eyes. She just looks mediocre in every like judges are supposed to look sharp. Judges are supposed to look sophisticated. And she just looks like a local barfly. Like that's what she looks like. She and her name's Bev. She goes called she's Bev, Auntie Bev trashy just trashy and loves uh, and we've found some more cases that she's done by the way she's doing the michael chestna murder trial too and she i don't know if you guys have watched any of this but she just took the whole fucking week off we're like because she had a vacation or some shit this week she just took the whole fucking week off just throw a murder trial just puts on hold for a week and she has been in that case Every witness that comes up there, she like lectures them. You can't cry. You can't show any emotion because it's going to affect the jury. The fucking man was murdered and an old woman was murdered too. And you can't cry because that then the fucking defendant, like, so she goes all out of her way 
to protect this cop killing, elderly killing, because he killed two people, you know, not just Michael Chestnut. He killed the older woman there afterwards. Vera Adams, I believe her name is. And she she is going out of her way to protect this guy's right to a fair trial. But with Karen Reed, she's not doing any of that. None. Because again, she has no one to protect. Like, she doesn't give a fuck about Michael Chesner. No, but she does care about Brian Albert. And she does care about Adam Lally. And she does care about the system. And, you know, you got Matt McCabe's brother bragging online about, well, I don't know, it's whatever. Okay, so let's talk about the big news that obviously came out this week, which really should have been bigger news, but nobody wants to talk about it. Think of the hubbubaloo on May 3rd for that hearing about the bite marks and all this. Like, everyone was talking about it. And since then, the motion was granted because they had to let them have animal control records. They had to let them. And a lot of people are hung up with the animal control records about the dog. Like you guys are way too hung up on about the, like, where's the dog? Is the dog alive? And I get it. We're dog people around here, but like, it doesn't matter who cares about the dog, like the dog, because without John's DNA, which they still haven't gotten yet, they could have the dog and they still wouldn't be able to match it up against them. They need John's clothing and DNA samples more than they do the dog because there should be no dog shit on John whatsoever. But I guarantee there is. I guarantee there is. So let's talk about And so like, that's what really focused. So they got, they, they won access to the dog, uh, the animal control records. And so what they could find with that is what have they been doing? Like, what is this? Has this dog bitten other people? Because again, let's read this. Yeah. D John is buried. John is buried. I want to be clear about that. Okay, let's read this. Um, so, moreover, the Commonwealth respectfully moves that in response to the defendant's motion to inspect, and so they win access to the animal control records, and Adam Lally is still like, well, I don't want them to be able to disclose the names of, or we want the names of the investigators, quote-unquote, that she intends to share the records with. Why does he want to know the name of her PI? Why is that any of his business? They got the records. They can show them whoever the fuck they want to show them to. Why are you so concerned about that, Adam? Lunchbox. And so they're like, yeah, why would they be asked to do that? Anyway, Brian Albert's attorney, Greg Henning, who uh, ran against... Um, he ran against Rachel Rollins for Suffolk County DA and was the hand-picked nominee. Like, he was supposed to be the next guy. The previous DA, Dan Connolly, endorsed him, and he, he lost to Road Rage Rollins. Like, he's the reason she's a thing. Not so much of a failure. That's Greg Henning's contribution to society, is losing to Rachel Rollins. So, good job, dick wipe. This is what Henning says about uh, that the defense is lying. He goes, quote, I believe he's quoting Alan Jackson here. I have a good faith belief that Mr. Albert has already taken affirmative steps to destroy evidence, namely getting rid of his canine German shepherd, Chloe, and will take action similarly, similarly to destroy any inculpatory evidence on his cell phone. 
quote, actions taken by Brian Albert and his family to destroy evidence and engage in witness intimidation over the course of the last year should be extremely troubling to the court and should unquestionably further support the necessity of immediately issuing summons for Brian Albert's cell phone and phone records. Considerable circumstantial evidence suggests that Brian Albert's dog was responsible for the scratch and or bite marks on O'Keefe's right arm. It is not a coincidence that the Brian Albert got rid of the family dog of seven years due to a reported skin piercing incident four months after O'Keefe's death. So, uh, give me once I got to go get a drink real quick. I'm going to play a quick video. I'll be right back. Hold on. What can I play? He's getting violated. What should we play this? One. The way I watched his fans, which I'm one of <clears throat> react to, to us knowing that he was in pain. Oh yeah. Makes that was, me that was feel, it makes Makes me feel so much prouder than anything I felt involved when when your name was involved, Kate. The way these people literally hugged this man until he got back to calling people cunts with me on a Saturday show made me want to be a better person. Like I, I felt I had to become worthy of the way these people treated this motherfucker. And I don't give a fuck who says what. I'm a faggot. I'm a pots and pans. I'm a BL. I don't give a fuck. I love this N-word. And I love the fan base that he's allowed me to be a part of. And I well, you think you're what? just <laughs> jealous of this. I think you know you're what? jealous of it. Oh, of course she is. Of course she is. She'll never. <laughs> okay. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Okay. All right. We're back. How'd that work? <laughs> Bert. Good old Bert. All right. So anyway, back to this whole thing. So this is uh so this is what Henning writes in response to that. Note the prose and dramatic language, destroy evidence, extremely troubling. Yeah, it is. Unquestionably further support. And focus in particular on the characterization of the evidence. Quote, a reported violent skin piercing incident. By saying violent skin piercing incident. Four months after O'Keefe's death, the defense is asking the reader to conclude that the dog in question had a history of attacking human beings. And it was sent away because it was violent toward other people. As with other defense assertions, this is not true. This is not true. So he's saying that like Alan Jackson is trying to make you believe that this dog goes around biting around people you know giving them the full gen do so right chewing them up real good but this is not true the statement that the dog is biting people is not true he says that he goes mr albert's dog escaped from a fence yard and went after a neighbor's pet four months after the death there are witnesses to the incident and animal control paperwork so why not? Why are you objecting to the animal control records? But they got him anyway. He was right about that. There is animal control paperwork. When the Alberts asked the neighbor how they could reassure her, she expressed an ongoing concern for walking her dog. After difficult family conversations, they decided to rehome the dog, but remained in touch with the new owner. Okay, which I'm sure is probably alive. 
So the problem with that is the uh, the animal control records show that it that Alan Jackson was not using hyperbole, that he was telling a truth there, even though he didn't have the animal control records at the time. He knew the dog has bitten people because let's read this uh, filing. So now the defense has read the animal control records. They said the defendant has no objection to the Commonwealth's request to inspect and copy the records, which established that Brian Albert provided false information on the record in his opposition to the Rule 17 motion. Mr. Albert, through his counsel, opposed the release of those records, explicitly stating that the defense is asking the reader to conclude that the dog in question has a history of attacking human beings and that it was sent away because it was violent towards other people. As with other defense assertions, this is not true. That representation is a bald-faced lie. Significantly, the records, which were produced by the court, by Canton Police, uh, Canton Animal Control, established that Brian Albert's canine German Shepherd Chloe attacked not one, but two separate human beings, both of whom were taken to the ER as a result of the dog's attacks. One was bitten on the arms and neck and leg. The other was bitten on the left hand. So the dog does bite human beings. The Commonwealth's attempt to invite a protective order and perpetuate a false public narrative serves only to prevent the defense from rebutting Albert's very public and intentionally false representatives representations concerning his uh, German uh, shepherd's history. Certainly the Commonwealth should be reassessing its belief that somehow Brian Albert is a credible witness in this case. So boom, there you go. They lied. <laughs> like he lied. Like it's undeniable that he lied. And, and the question is, did he know this was untrue? Did he know this? So I sent him this message. I sent him a message. I said, good evening, Mr. Henning. Today in a court filing, Karen Reed's defense team stated that animal control records indicate that your client, Brian Albert's dog, attacked two Canton residents, sending one of them to the ER. In your May 3rd motion, you stated unequivocally that this is not true. Were you aware that this was a lie when you wrote it in your motion? If so, did you intentionally lie in the hopes that it would lead to Judge Canoni denying the defense access to this information about the attacks? If you were unaware that Chloe had attacked people before, why did you state with such certainty that she had not? And then I followed up and I said, I apologize. After further review, it seems that both people went to the ER. Were you aware of this at the time of the filing? If not, why did you say it with such certainty? Because you're like, this is not true. Had you seen the records and sought to prevent the defense from seeing them? Or were you repeating a lie that Brian Albert told you? So I believe that it's the um, the former. Like, it'd be very easy to just say Brian Albert lied to him and he's a lawyer and he just does whatever his client says. But if that's the case, if you were this guy, if Brian Albert is your client, and Brian Albert's like, no, that dog never bit anyone. And if you were his attorney, you'd be like, well, then let's fucking show the animal control records, right? Let's let them have it. They're going to feel fucking stupid after that. Let's do it. Instead, he tried to prevent the defense from seeing it, which leads me to believe that he knew what was in those animal control records. And he fucking lied about it in court. This guy is a disgrace. This guy should be disbarred. This guy should be charged with perjury. He lied I mean, to the court. 
in a murder trial. It's not in a small thing. It's a goddamn murder trial. He's lying to the court. He attacked human beings. So you know. I mean, look at this. Like, that's every picture with Brian Alberts like that. And by the way, the guy next to him, that's Steve Scanlon. That's the rat. That's the guy who went to David Yanetti on the day after Karen Reed was charged. He told me this with information. And then got nervous about it. And I guess all of a sudden changed the story. I don't have anything to say, but why did you go to the defense at all? Were you trying to feed them false? He told, what did he tell the defense? I, I don't think it's a coincidence that within a couple days after him going there, all of a sudden the defense has this theory about what happened in the house. So Brian Albert, if you're watching this, like I'm guessing Steve here is, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, also Greg Henning works for WCVB. He's their legal analyst. In case that channel was needed any less credibility, they, they still employ Katie Thompson, Falconer, despite the fact that she was involved in covering up dog abuse and using her position of authority to silence him. She pulled in Elizabeth Proctor, tried to get people fired and shit for talking about it. Um, we also like WCVB is the only media and this is really fucking important, man. They're the only media outlet that has not mentioned the name Brian Albert and Brian Albert's lawyer is their official legal analyst. How is this not a, like, how do you have any, think you'll have any credibility at all? They think that because nobody reports on it. Now they're not the only news station to do this. WBZ, uh, employees Ed Davis, this crooked former cop, Dan Linsky, who said great things about chief Berkowitz at his retirement ceremony works for Boston 25 news and, uh, Adam Williams and the other guy, his husband, John Atwater are both friends with Ken Berkowitz. And by the way, here's like every Albert picture is like this. Like he's like the godfather of this fucking family. They, they are protecting him at all costs. They're like, Brian's not going to jail. Like he, we can't allow Like, look at all the, every fucking picture of them boozing with their kids is fucking horse face right there. I mean, why does he have a fucking fist up in this pig? Why every fucking what's with the fist? And then there's Matt McCabe just happy to be there. Oh, look, I'm one of the guys. I'm, I'm cool too. And then they are uh, all together. Horseface doesn't look as bad here. Then there's Matt McCabe, and this is Horseface's sister, Jill Daniels. No, that's Julie Albert. There's Chris Albert, Tristan. There's fucking uh, asshole there, Brian Albert. They're all in there. I think it's Caitlin Albert. Every fucking picture with these people. It's like a cult, cult of douchebags. Anything else here we're missing? Did I, did I get to? Um, yeah, we talked about the cell phone getting denied. I think those are the major stories. Um, oh, and then the, this was funny. The Carrie Roberts thing. <laughs> Her fucking... What a... This woman's so stupid. She obviously wasn't involved in the murder, but she's just such a towny Canton trash bag. 
and she has the nerve to tell the police information about, she obviously doesn't like Karen Reed and tells them, Oh, she had a negative relationship with John and John was my friend and they just weren't nice. She was toxic and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, bitch, what about your, the shit in your closet? Oh yeah. Yeah. We got your reports about your husband, Kurt, and you guys like to get drunk on school nights and, uh, November 18th, 2019, and just kind of like beat the shit out of each other and in front of your kids who were eight and nine at the time. Yeah. Okay. There's your, there's your husband, Kurt, Captain Smackahoe. Yeah. So, and by the way, Kurt doesn't come to any court hearings. It's just Carrie by herself with Jen, who, according to Adam Lally, they don't really know each other, but she still goes to court with her every week. So yeah. Okay. Whatever. So anyway, I've, I've been slacking on Canton and we need to pick it up a notch in light of this upcoming court hearing. It's like a month away. So we need to get this ball rolling again. I need to make my presence known in Canton. So. Okay. Um, let me check turtle chest. No, we're good in that regard. Okay. Why don't we do a little ask turtle boy to end it? Um, If you guys have any questions, fire away. I'm going to read. I'm going to give priority to the Rumble comments section. We got 246 people waiting over there. But I'll try to keep up with the YouTube one as well. Can we call a few people? Who are we going to call? I don't want to call right now. Uh, what does the turtle signify? The Turtle Boy statue in the background. See that guy's ass though. There's a, a funny statue in downtown Worcester of a what appears to be a boy having sex with a turtle. He's actually riding it though. So that's why we call you people turtle riders. There's a turtle turtle boy rides the turtle. It's a pretty cool slogan. I think it's a cool slogan as far as you know, slogans go for companies. I like ours. Can the prosecution cancel the July hearing? No. They're not going to can't, they can't do that. And by the way, I, I think Bev Canoni's out of the rotation on July 1st, but wouldn't surprise me if she makes sure that she's there for that hearing. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, what can we expect next hearing? Uh, we don't know, but I'm expecting if, they, oh, they're going to get gagged. That's it's a gag order. They're going to get gagged. There's no doubt about that. So I, what I would say is watch out for the next month because of the defense, they have to know, they have to see the writing on the wall. They have to see that this is not going very well and they know this one's going to gag them. So if you were Alan Jackson, you have to be thinking, I have a month to say whatever the fuck I want and just dump. So we could see some fireworks in the next month because I'm sure there's plenty of shit they haven't shown us yet. Cause they're worried about getting gagged. But if you're them and you're like, I I'm getting gagged anyway, I might as well just start running my mouth. Like if I, that's what I would do if I was them, but th there's that. Um, okay. Let me read the YouTube comments. Did you see the Rhode Island state Senator got caught keying a car? No, I didn't see that. No, which was, please tell me it was Tiara Mac.
hear about the new the Fox News wannabe dictator banner? They displayed a no, I didn't hear that. Oh yeah. Can we read this? We gotta read this. I read this on um on the uh whatchamacallit on the John and Karen Reed defense page. Hold up. Oh, and by the way, check this out too. I forgot to bring this up. This is from that photography story earlier. Why I will never support CGT photography. And she's like, this is two years ago. I just wanted to share these messages I got from a local photographer, Kaylee Tibbalt this morning. I don't think I have to say anything. Her words speak for themselves. Please don't support this fraud. And she said, you got your mom's fat ass gut. Such a shame. You're the laughing stock, dude. Like open your eyes. You're fucking pathetic. That's even sadder. You're content living like a 15 year old. Um, good luck being single. No one wants your ugly, crazy, multiple uh, mentally unstable self for more than a minute. Too bad it didn't work when she's like, I tried to kill myself. Too bad it didn't work. Try again next time, just in case you're wondering. I found that after the blog. So apparently she's done this before. But I want to bring up um, the, let's see, Karen Reed. Karen Re no. I'm in a couple different groups here. Hold on. Karen Reed. Justice for John, this one, okay. A cop made a post here that got a lot of attention. Let me read this. Actually, I, let me send it so I just get it on bigger, so bigger screen here. Hold on. I'm going to send it to myself in a DM so I can bring up the screenshots. This is really good. We need to read this. A lot of you probably have read it. Right, let me pull this up. One second. This is good. messages too. Hold on. I read this. This is worth reading. Okay. Um, all right. So this is from a guy his name is, he goes on the record, he uses his real name. His name is uh, Sean McDonough. He posts this in one of the Karen Reed groups. Um, supervisory special agent retired from the United States, from the D 
DEA. Okay. Chief Rafferty. He says, I knew your dad very well. God rest his soul. Like your dad, my dad was born in Ireland too. He's got that South Irish, whatever. Okay, we know a lot of the same people. I'm writing today to inform you that I comply with your request to wait and have patience. Remember she made that uh, statement about like, we need to have patience about this and not fall for sensationalism. Okay, well, we're waiting. We're waiting, but I've run out of patience. You were placed in a tough position by becoming chief amidst a case that is getting a tremendous amount of national attention. I first learned of this case on court TV and being a former resident. Once I heard Ken, I immediately caught my attention. Unfortunately, this case is turning into a, such a scandal. No chief or anyone in law enforcement will want to be a part of it. I'm sure this is upsetting you. Honestly, I believe the initial reporting on this case that a tragic accident occurred resulting in the death of a fellow officer. As time went on, friends of mine from Canton alerted me to the reporting of police corruption and the framing of an incident woman. I dismissed them at first, never wanted to believe that any of this could be true, especially in Canton. I then watched a few of the hearings on TV and saw what I saw and heard started to disturb me. I started reading all of the official reporting, affidavits, and testimony of witnesses and investigators that Aiden Carney posted. And then I saw the autopsy photos of John O'Keefe during that live hearing on TV. And that was it. Those photos coupled with the extraordinary deviations from basic police investigations. Great point. Whether it was a crime scene management or witness interviews and a lack of interviews completely changed my mind relative to this case. I know you asked for patience back when things started to go sideways. I guess now I have a burning need to ask you a few questions. Obviously, I know you can't comment on any of the active investigations, but I want you to ponder on a few of these questions. I know you were not chief at the time, but today you are, and I am sure at some point you will have to answer these questions, at least to the citizens you serve, if not a more at a more formal inquiry. Please don't ask these questions the wrong way. Please don't take these questions wrong. Number one, what was your policy in effect when your officers were dispatched to the scene where John O'Keefe was found? Were they supposed to cease and desist their investigative actions when it appeared that John was dead? I imagine you have to pass something like this over to the state police. So they had control. They were technically in charge of the investigation until John was pronounced dead. That, like, that's when state police officially took over. Are your officers trained in basic crime scene management? Do they re realize the significance of preserving a crime scene? Because again, no matter what you think of this case, you cannot, a, a, a man was allegedly murdered and you found his body somewhere and you didn't put up any tape around it. Nothing. Anyone, people could have walked through that crime scene all day. It's like policing one-on-one. Next. Did any of your detectives respond? John was not immediately pronounced dead at the scene and there was evidence of a brutal assault. Was the CPD ever going to investigate this incident? Had John lived? Good question. Or is it a policy to hand all major crimes over to the state police? Why were there three civilian females found at the scene, not brought to the station immediately for questioning? Very good question. Or at least held there until state police or your detectives could formally interview them. That's a great question. Like they were literally not, they got the friends and family meeting at the McCabe household with the Alberts hours later. Number five, who gave the order not to search the primary residence of Brian Albert? 
The responding officers knew that six hours earlier, a party was held there and that John and Karen were invited guests along with Jen McCabe. Why didn't your uh, officers explore this? And who directed the off-duty supervisor to be the one only CPD official to talk with Albert that morning? What was discussed? Was that supervisor a friend of the Albert family? Great question. Your officers had found John with a lot of trauma, a huge gash in the back of his head. There had to be blood everywhere. A lot of people bring this up. Of course, there would have been blood everywhere. It would have been all over. Like he would have bled out on that lawn, but there wasn't. One of your officers saw fit to collect blood samples. Was the scene completely photographed? And was the blood found? Of course it wasn't at the scene commensurate with the injuries found on John. If not, why didn't your officers think to look for the blood inside the residence where John had been invited? Yeah, that's a great point. He was invited over there and you didn't look in the house. You're, and this is such a great point that I had never thought of. Also, your officers at the time did not know John had not worn a coat that evening. Didn't it seem strange to your officers that John didn't have a coat on? That John did not have a coat on. Why didn't they think to look for his coat inside the residence? It was bitter cold. Did McCabe tell your officers he wasn't inside the house? And if so, why was she given authority to lead the investigation? It's so fucking true. Why did like they're letting this cunt run the fucking town? So like they find that's a point I literally had never thought of before. Right. Again, John was found without a coat on. If you find a dead body on the ground in the middle of a snowstorm without a coat on, would you not assume that he was, his coats in the house, right? Well, as fate would have it, we know now that he didn't wear a coat at all. He just, that's the reason Ryan Nagel didn't see him. Karen drops him off in the driveway. He makes a beeline for the front door because he has no coat on. He wants to get inside quick, right? But if you assume, they don't know that. They're operating on the assumption that Karen Reed hit him with their car. So why would he get out of the car without a fucking, Thing. And why are and why is he being dropped off over there by the fire hydrant when there's a fucking driveway right here and the door is right there? Why 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 are they doing that? And it's just these are great questions. Number seven, your officers did a complete search of the area where John was found. There wasn't much snow at the time. Did they find any evidence to suggest he was hit by a car? Did they find any evidence to support at all support his injuries? No, of course not. Which officer or supervisor called the state police? Was it a call to the state police desk sergeant? Or was there a direct call made to Proctor? Do you have any idea how Proctor got signed to investigate this case? Number nine, who gave the order for your officers to leave the scene? Did they leave before the state police arrived? Was an officer detailed to protect the scene? That's another. Why wasn't an officer detailed to protect that scene? Just sit there all day. It's your, your job. Just protect the scene. And if not, isn't it CPD policy to preserve the scene until investigators arrive? Number 10, 
Are you at all surprised that state police found critical evidence to implicate Karen more than 12 hours later during a blizzard, especially since your officers, when conditions were much more favorable, found no off uh, evidence at all? Was that like, that's a question, a great question for uh, the chief Rafferty is like, are your officers retarded? Like, are they? Because the state police seem to be suggesting they are. How could they find this stuff 12 hours later that your collection of ragtags just missed? Answer me that. Number 11, who told the initial TV news crew not to mention that the house was owned by another Boston cop? All three Boston stations never mentioned the house being owned by a Boston cop the night the story broke. It's so true. Nobody mentioned it. Was it that important to protect Brian Albert? Clearly your predecessor intervened at least with one reporter. We saw that. Does influencing a news story in any manner during an active investigation violate CPD policy? Do you think that Brian Albert is a pillar of the Canton community? And if so, why? Why did your department go out of your way to protect Brian Albert and give him a complete pass? Who made that decision for what reason? Under the same circumstances, would another homeowner, five houses down the street, be given the same treatment? No, they would not. Is it fair to say that because of the emotional and spontaneous utterances of Karen Reed, the decision made to focus only on her and nobody else. Do you consider that good police worker? Were there any other theories to be considered? And this is just great, obvious questions. When looking at those autopsy photos of John, do you believe a vehicle caused those injuries? She's not going to answer that, of course, but she knows the answer. In your opinion, was Karen overcharged to solicit a plea agreement? She's definitely not going to answer that. Or do you believe that Karen intended to murder John early that morning? Do you think she possessed the golden triangle of means, motive, and opportunity to set out and murder him? Number 16, in light of the, uh, in light of the obvious, have you called for an in-house or independent investigation of Canton police's actions involving their participation in this case? Or do you think it was all done by the book? Great question. No, because Helena Rafferty is literally, I mean, obviously she's got a thing for Ken Berkowitz. Let's keep it a buck. And uh, everybody's fucking everyone in that town, but that doesn't really matter. And she's just the, the carbon copy. She's like the next one of him. Like she's just gonna. She you you saw her as the MC of Ken Berkowitz's retirement ceremony, cracking jokes and oh yeah, Ken yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Now, have you cautioned your officers with respect to Brady violations and the penalties of withholding exculpatory evidence from a defendant? I'm not sure what more I can ask you. Maybe this hope the state has a smoking gun, but I think we both know that would be a fantasy at this time. The town you serve is completely divided. People need your leadership right now. This is the worst time ever to have people you serve not have confidence in you or the officers you command. You need to have a press conference to address the town. Use whatever you can to instill confidence in your people and you. There are ways you can do it without commenting on the case at hand. You hold the cards. You know what's going on. You also know that Lally will never get 12 jurors to convict Karen. You have seen him. and You have seen Jackson. If there is an acquittal or a not guilty, Lally goes on to the next case. I know you must be KMA status covering, wait, KMA. But until then, you have to work in the community. Think about your legacy. For me, the evidence to date, plus my more than three decades of experience, makes me totally believe that Karen is innocent. In fact, the charges should be immediately dismissed. 
she was taken advantage of. She was taken advantage of at a very emotional state. And no matter how I try to think if she could have done it, John's right arm, amongst many other things, solidifies my belief in her. But Chief, you still have a killer on the loose. That's so true. There is still a killer on the loose. Killers. That should concern you. It concerns half the town you swore to protect. Because people don't just kill once. Like if you have it in you to kill and get away with it, why would you stop? In the end, for all concerned, I truly hope something that makes sense will come to light. Unfortunately for CPD, all this began on their watch. When things start looking bad, cops are pretty quick to point fingers. What doesn't come out in the wash comes out in the rinse. Very, very, very good. Good stuff, man. Thank you. And again, I would invite more police officers, active and retired, to put their name on this, please, and start saying shit. Start saying shit. Like, cause the blue wall of silence, I get it. But there should like uh, a, a cop was also killed here. Like, so like how far does the blue wall of silence go? Like you're not, it's not like a cop kicked the shit out of some shitty drug dealer. And you know, you want to protect him because the drug dealer deserved, I get that. But you killed an innocent guy, a completely innocent man. And what, what, the blue wall of science doesn't apply when you do that. There's, there's an exception to that. So we need more cops to start speaking out preferably on the record, like using your real name. So thank you, Sean McDonough. I appreciate that. And there are multiple Canton police officers uh, retired who I've spoken with, who are disgusted by this. Disgusted. Somebody just sent me an Andy no tweet. I can't read Andy no tweets because he's blocked me because he's a piece of shit. Um, let me guess. He stole my story. I'm guessing. His last thoughts had to, oh, of course. Think Colin was involved in the death blow and Brian came to his defense. I mean, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm not going to opine about exactly how it happened in there. You can all have your own theories, but we all know it did happen in there. And all it takes is one man. If they just did any work on this, they could just fucking get these people so easily because they've never pursued the angle that he was in the house and that they did something. They could get these people to break in five fucking seconds and turn on each other. Instead, they're partying with each other. Calling in needs you to get to uh, host a Friday KMS show. Why? Kirk doesn't do the Friday shows? Andy No is breaking a huge. No. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, of course. The head wound, man. There would be so much blood everywhere. Everywhere, He books minifans who reach out to him host Friday. Like host as in like run the show. Interesting. All right. Anyone else have any other questions they want to ask me? Let me check rumble out. Are the feds going to make moves on this case eventually, but they take their time. 
Um, where do babies come from? Can't help you with that. Can't help you with that. All right. Anyone else before we call it a night? Did you ever look into the medical examiner history and her corruption? No, I just think she's incompetent, obviously, and was given the was told ahead of time that he died from this, and she just worked backward. I don't think it's that complicated. You were right about Trump's slogan being for real this time. I'm so fucking sick of him deflecting for messing up and not falling. It's like that. That's literally what I would call Trump's Trump 2024. Yo. For real this time. Like, yo, for real. We're going to drain for real. Like, last time, we were just fucking around. We're going to build a wall and get rid of the swamp. But then I found out that, like, oh, I can't do that. And, but now, for yo, for real this time. I'm really, like, trust me, bro. Trust me. Okay. What is Karen doing these days? I don't know. I'll talk to Karen. But, uh... She seems to be pretty confident for somebody being charged with murder. But, uh, you know, she's carrying on, it seems, and, uh, you know, looking good and, and feeling good, it seems. So for a person being charged with murder, she looks good. All things considered. Do you think Lally's acquaintances call? I hope so. <laughs> I hope that's stuck with him forever now. He'll never be the same after this. Will you vote Trump if he's a uh, Republican? Of course. Of course. But it's like I, I won't be nearly invested in the election because I can't convince anyone to vote for Donald Trump. I can convince people to vote for Ron DeSantis. Like everyone has their mind made up about Donald Trump. Like there, there isn't a single person out there who doesn't have a strong opinion of Donald Trump. Yes, I will be visiting the Proctor residence for sure. No, I'll have an announcement about the rally in Canton coming this week. Don't worry. If Colin had booked you Friday, you'd be a guest host. It'd probably be you, Kirk, and Mutt, or Blind Mike. Yeah, I mean, I'd do it. Can Karen's attorney request a judge, new judge? Not how it works. So they can request that she recuse herself, um, but she rules on that. So, uh, spoiler alert, denied. But that's also unprecedented. Like, if that happens, it's just such a horror. Like, this whole thing has spinned off its axis. Like, do you not care about how this looks? Do you really not care? Why are they taking their time? Because they cross their T's and dot their I's. And if they're going to bring in a, you saw what they did with Monica Cannon Grant with Jason Correa. When they come with an indictment, they come fucking full chamber. Will we see charges for one person or group charges? Oh, group charge. There'll be way more than one person, way more than one person charged. Uh, RFK or Trump. I mean, I would vote for, I guess, Trump in that situation. I don't know, but. I mean, RFK ain't going to get the nomination. Ugh. How do I text you? You don't. You just send me an email. 
The Canton Cunt is home from uh, Aruba. That's right. Will uh, Slave Brett get his food money soon? I hope so. I wonder how Brett's doing. Brett, you still miss me, man? You still miss being on the show? Oh, that was cute. That was cute when you came on and said that. Can we all go in the courtroom after the rally? Well, well, yeah, I mean, if yeah, anyone can go in the courtroom. We're going to go feed me for Brett. All right. Yeah, I know. Poor Brett. I know. We're such a dying channel over here. Oh, we can't get anyone to watch. Things are so bad lately. And it's been what? You can't even say this is like a Canton thing anymore. Yeah, we got like 2100 night for the first night on the Canton story. But like, we don't get less than a thousand now, folks. We don't get. We got over a thousand still on YouTube right now. And on Rumble, we got 221. Thank you for the tremendous effort, says Meme Memer. Thank you, sir. On Rumble. Um, so yeah, um, anybody else, uh, you're, you're more than welcome. Like, so we got how many are on rumble right now? 229. So we got like 1300 people total. It's like, and that's, we've had more. So we're good. I think we're, I think we're doing okay. I think the, the Canton bump, the Canton story is over two months old, man. People are still sticking around. People love all the other stories related to turtle boy too. Does Brett want to stick a gun in his mouth? Yeah, he's literally working. He won't do streams anymore, I guess, unless people pay him. And nobody's watched, not, not that anybody watched his streams to begin with, but. Uh, okay. Yeah, hit that like button too. Guys, uh, before you leave, how many likes do we have on this video right now? We have 359. If we can get up to 300, we got over a thousand people watching. Can we get 140 more to hit that thumbs up? And it really helps, guys, if you leave a comment as soon as the show's over. It really helps with the algorithms. It starts showing up uh, because this story is going to blow up when the indictments come and everyone's going to be searching this topic. And I want this to these videos to come up all over YouTube when they do. So thank you very much, Fat Rob. I appreciate that. So, all right, guys. So we will see you guys all for the next episode of Turtle Boy Live on Tuesday. Uh, thank you and have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for the donos. I appreciate all the support and the love and, uh, stay tuned. Hit that notification bell. Peace, turtle riders.